Good evening, everyone. It is a good time to be Indigenous, and we are here at the Intertribal Talk podcast with Devin Destiny. Hey! Jay Falkus from Falkus Media. He I guess I should say hello now. Yes! <laughs> he has a mic. Finally! Yes. Actually, always. Yeah, yeah that's something that we didn't actually know. Uh, he just had this mic, and we thought it was just, like, decoration, yeah. you know? But it actually works, so... Thank I told you. you it works. <laughs> <laughs> this Quietly, is a great but, moment. <laughs> this is a great moment. Jay, stoked that you have a mic, man. Yeah, we definitely need those uh, those chiming in moments and, uh, you know, when we're uh, on, our so on some of our own bullshit, you know, you're that voice of reason over there. Well, also, Jay is full of fun facts. He, he sure is. He it's, <laughs> it's all a computer. <laughs> no it's always a fun fact like you and i'll be in a conversation and then jay'll be like actually did you know yeah and y'all you're gonna see that tonight i only did that twice today so <laughs> we've been here how long like half an hour exactly, right? <laughs> just trying to shake some of that rust off um our apologies to uh those who were waiting for the next episode <laughs> um uh we'll get into uh we'll get into the delay. Um, just a few bumps in the road. Yeah. You know, sometimes life throws things at you and there's nothing <laughs> you could do about it. You just got to, you got to go with it. So, um, but let's check in. Let's, uh, let's see how things are going. How are things in your world? It's been a hot minute. It's been a little while. I missed you guys. I feel so giddy and like excited to be back in the studio. Jay has done a fabulous job with this, this wall. Good. I love this. Yeah. Isn't it nice? It's beautiful. Uh, like, I think it's a, a definite don't needed. Touch it. Don't touch. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. Hands to yourself. It's like okay. Jimmy you know, J. Because the, the wall is like a popcorn ceiling kind of. Oh, so it thing. might flake off. Well, it's the um, <clears throat> I use like the 3M command hook things. Okay. The sticker sets, and yeah. uh, they don't stick that well. Okay. <laughs> so, so don't touch it's pretty but don't touch <laughs> yeah. okay got okay. it so admire from afar <laughs> understood well i'm stoked about this wall i'm stoked mike uh, oh my god i'm stoked jay has a mike i almost called you mike has a jay oh my gosh anyway <laughs> do you have a jay just kidding <laughs> joking joking um anyway i had a very interesting drive on the way here um i was listening to you know, the new Joe Rogan podcast. Actually, it wasn't new as of yes uh, today. It was the yesterday's podcast, I believe. With the podfather. With the podfather. Mm -hmm. That was so great. We'll get into all that later. But I was enjoying my drive and I was laughing. And then all of a sudden my truck went sideways and I had like a tidal wave go over me. And I showed up a little shaky here today. <sighs> it's terrifying when that yeah. huge amount of like slush just like... <sighs> right yeah. just on on your vehicle you're like whoa my life flashed before my eyes and you know that whole strip there is 90 and i was driving 50 and that still happened where was this uh between swan lake and the scales oh yeah it was so scary i was like holy crap what just <laughs> happened and like i went from like hee -hee -hee to like okay 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 and thankfully midnight my truck i call her midnight her name well winter named her midnight ah uh, yes okay. um but yeah, so midnight, you know, she's my she's my worthy steed and I will never get rid of that truck because she has always kept me safe. Yeah. Yeah, she corrected herself real fast. I didn't even have to do anything. She just like went right back to normal and I was like, "Okay, we're going to arrive safely." And that's when I called you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. 
Um, I got a question about uh, when you're driving and shit kind of hits the fan. Yeah. Two two questions. Yeah. When that happened, did you turn the music down? No. So you kept it going. Oh yeah. Okay. Now the <laughs> next question I have is: if you're driving somewhere and you're looking for an address, yeah. you turn the music down. Uh, yeah. I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I do and it's like that meme that was getting that I, I seen it on um Facebook and I can't remember what it was but it was like you know your age when you have to turn the music down to like see where you're going or something like that right it's like you know what that's so weird but it makes sense I do that <laughs> I, I do the same that's why I was asking like yeah. I I've, like when I'm looking for an address I turn the music down as if it's going to help me see better yeah but because I'm a showboater I have to turn it back up so everyone hears my bass when I'm pulling in mm-hmm for sure. Oh right. yeah, you got to roll up proper. Yes, <laughs> and you never know what I'm gonna what I'm gonna pull up with. It might be like Alan Jackson, One Minute, mm. or George Strait, and then it might be you know like In This Moment or Metallica, and then sometimes you know throw in Led Zeppelin. You never know what I'm gonna pull up in. Blasting. No, no hip hop in there. Oh yeah, always too. Oh, yeah, okay. no, okay. that's like my Newport run. <laughs> Have my little bad bitch moment. Yeah. Sing along to Little Debbie. Fuck that. Yeah, that's my jam. Yeah. And also, like, yeah, no, I have my certain songs that I listen to when I need to, like, you know, boost my mojo a little. For sure. Yeah. You have to. There's, like, there. uh, I seen it on uh, Reddit today. Someone Mm -hmm. uh, made a a post about, like, what songs do you listen to to get your mood up? Yeah. And uh, I always like reading posts like that because then it's, like, it's good for yourself (laughs) to, like, pull songs out. They're like, hey, like, you check out new music and it kind of introduces you to different genres and people would hear like would think i'm so weird to hear my songs because like my number one is like let the bodies hit the floor nice yeah whoa i know and then um the next one is actually barbie drip by Nicki minaj barbie drip have you ever heard it no oh my god okay i'm gonna have to show you after it's my jam all right yeah um and then the next one after that would probably be coming undone by corn and then wow yeah corn that is a band i haven't heard of in a long time 15 years yeah no they're great oh yeah and then anything anything deftones oh yeah 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 that's uh they're the one uh (laughs) i'm gonna sound really ignorant here but like they're they're the group that has the album cover with the like the white horse on it it's called white pony white pony yeah Yeah, okay that was a good album we saw so we went with joe lewis down to um the commodore in vancouver and we saw them live whoa yeah it was so great and i got elbowed in the nose in a mosh pit it was my fault though. I crawled into it because I was so short standing at the back with Ryan and Joe and we were having a time and I was like, everyone's, all the tall people stood in front of me and I was like, I can't see anything. <laughs> and I love Chino. And I was like, I gotta go to the front. And Ryan's like, don't do it. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> I, went anyway, I, I went anyways, I went anyways, crawled through the crowd, literally like from looking down on the floor and, <laughs> and I was singing to change because my favorite song came on and that's why I ran to the stage, right? But of course I, I jump up and I look up and as I look up, I see an elbow just like, boom, oh. it came and cracked me right in the nose. And I basically like, sla- like sauntered back to Ryan and I was like, oh my God. And he's like, how was it? And I was like, terrible. Oh man. <laughs> so. Ah, that, um, that reminds me of, uh, we were at the Commodore for a concert, Jedi Mind Tricks. Okay. Uh, this is like 2006, yeah. 2007 maybe. Uh, somewhere around there. Anyway, we uh, we we got there 
we thought we were getting there early, but we weren't early enough to get to the front of the line. Yeah. So we get there and we're like, hey guys, like how about we just offer security some money? Let us in first. Yeah. Okay, done. So we asked him how much, how much to let 10 of us in ahead of everybody else. He's like 20 bucks ahead. We're like, done whatever <laughs> man so we like paid him we got in first and all we did is stood elbow to elbow at the front of the stage yeah right and that was our spot anyway concert's going it's good Ra the rugged band's opening up and uh this guy is like behind us and he's like oh man i'm so excited i i haven't you know i got kicked out of the last concert i was in for jedi mind tricks for fighting and we're like oh yeah that sucks you know oh, but you're here now <laughs> like yeah whatever you know and anyway concert goes on and He's like, hey, man, I, I got to go to the washroom, but, like, can you keep an eye on my girl and this guy that's, like, kind of trying to dance on her? Like, I don't know what's going on with all that. And we're like, whatever, bro. Like, just, like, yeah, we're here to enjoy the concert. We're not here to babysit your relationship. Like, yeah. handle your own business, man. <laughs> anyway, so he goes, and then he comes back, and all of a sudden, there's just, like, melee ensues. Him and this other guy start fighting, and then his girlfriend goes to, like, uh, protect him, yeah. right? Getting between them. Well, she gets dropped. Oh, like no. punched right in the face and just by the other dude. By the other dude. Jeez. Guess who got kicked out of the concert again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. He did. Oh man, that's just like wow, buddy. The Commodore. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting place. I love it there. It's kind of like an opera house. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I quite love it there. When was the last time you were at a concert? What was the last concert you went to? <sighs> I know COVID feels like 20 years already. So honestly, I don't even know. Oh man. You have you, when was the last time you were at a concert, Jay? I've been to one. In your whole life? <laughs> In my whole life. Oh, oh. Um, And that was 2008. Yeah. Oh man. Maybe 2007. Who'd you go see? MXPX. Nice. And somebody else, I can't remember, whoever opened. Yeah. But then the headliner was Headley. Ah, okay. 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 What's his name? Jacob Hogarth. But this was back before they Hogarth? sold out, right? Yeah. Uh in my opinion. When they were cool. In my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Right. It was like it was like the, uh, the their first stuff, I don't know. <laughs> we had a yeah. we had a lot of good bands back then. <sighs> okay. I have for okay, I'll I'll answer the question of the the last concert I went to was uh I went to a Jay Chow concert. What is that? Jay Chow is like the biggest pop star in China. Well, he was. Oh. <laughs> he can rap. He can country sing. He can do pop music. Like he he did it all. He is a huge celebrity in China. Everyone loves him. Um, but that was the last concert I went to. But uh, what I wanted to say about music is like what you said about bands selling out and like how we look at music and think of it differently as we get older. And I've I've realized that. I think that it's it's like either we're growing with the music or we don't. Yeah. And I think sometimes because when we hear Snoop Dogg, when you hear Doggy Style, right? When we all heard that for the first time, we are young and we're in a very different time of our life. So therefore, when you listen to that music, it represents a time in your life that mm -hmm. was like, you know, fun, party and like, yeah, you know. Oblivious. Oblivious, right? And then <laughs> as you get older and the and the artists you love listening to, they get older, well, they're going to start singing about shit that's more relevant to their own life. Yeah. And it's not always going to be uh, 
you know, bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks, you know, like no, they it, have a glow up. They have a glow up, so to speak. They changed their name. Yeah. Snoop Lion. Yeah. And they mm. changed their sound. Yeah. Yeah. So I think sometimes when we look at artists who grow and then we look at them and we're like, oh, they suck or, or they've sold out. It's like, have they? They've just changed. Or have they just changed? Yeah. See, the only reason I think Headley sold out <laughs> is because they went from. I don't really want to call them punk because they weren't like punk punk. Yeah. But they went to like radio pop. Uh, yeah. You know, like I, I'm betting you didn't really listen to them before. They were much. on like Blink 182 level yeah, and then right? went to like uh, Spice Girls. Yeah. Right. Like not Spice Girls <laughs> level, but I mean like yeah. that type of music. Yeah. Right? And it was all, that was it. Their lyrics though. Because yeah. if you listen to um, uh, like covers of their like radio pop songs mm -hmm. yeah there were good songs when it when they were done like by another person yeah like a cover of that in in like punk or whatever right? but that's i love almost every kind of song remade into a metal song because it's always done so cool oh i was trying to think of who i just heard a song someone took a, a song and turned it into country and it was hilarious oh what was it it was a weezer song Oh, really? Someone took a Weezer song and turned it into a country song. And Beverly it's, Hills? It's pretty funny. No, it wasn't that song. Oh. That's a terrible song. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, it, it's okay. Offended. You, you, you be offended. I, I will crap all over that song. because That's uh, one of those annoying songs that actually like brings me a little joy, though. <laughs> Did I just poop on you? You did, a little <laughs> bit. I mean, it's one of my songs that does, it, as you said, like it takes you back to a time more simple. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if that if that song makes you feel good, all the power to you. It just like, I, I heard it too many times on the radio. It just. I definitely don't sing into my blow dryer. That song. No, never. No. Okay. Myself the Mariah Carey hair. <laughs> Love Mariah Carey. Also, yes. Oh Great man. Artist. I grew up with Mariah Carey. What, like, okay, when you say it like that, it's confusing, but I get what you mean. Oh, yeah, we were best friends. We just grew up, you know, she was just on the res. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, no, but I mean, her, um, uh, my brother uh, bought her CD when it first came out. Yeah. And like, I remember like jamming out on that CD. Like, yeah. it was amazing. Like, Mariah Carey, like, listening to female R&B and like mm -hmm. that, like, it was almost like I appreciated jamie for that because he made it so it was like he's a big guy and like people were you know like would look at him like yeah you know what i'm just gonna probably keep my opinion to myself about some things right yeah. and so when it came to music and he could listen to whatever music but he had an ear for it right he yeah. knew good music just to listen to it and yeah. so i felt like good that i could like listen to mariah carey and no one was gonna make fun of me for it yeah that's kind of how ryan and i sort of fell in love was over music and movies and mm. You know, it was, it was like, it was kind of like that, you know, uh, music brings people together. It does. Yeah. And, and uh, it can tear them apart. I was, I was just going to say that. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, no, 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 that's fine. It, it, I remember, you know, before, uh, before I moved to China and, you know, kind of dating and, and like, I remember meeting a girl, I, it's irrelevant who she is or what her name is, but like, I remember meeting a girl and we went on a couple dates and we started getting into music. And I put on Nirvana. Yeah. Because I love Nirvana, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, check this out. Like, do you know Nirvana? And she's like, who? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm like, you know what? This ain't going to work. <laughs> like, because 
from there, it went from, okay, so what kind of music do you listen to? Da, 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 da. And she actually started getting like really uh, offended yeah. by me suggesting music to her. Yeah. She's like, don't try to change me. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm change you. I'm just trying to introduce you to like, you're sitting here crapping on hip hop. You're crapping on this genre, this yeah. different genres of music. I'm trying to show you that like, it's more than just what the commercial yeah. uh, radio plays and you know, what they advertise. Like there's better music than what you think is out there. Yes. Don't change me. Don't change me. Cool. I won't. Peace. I'm out. Yeah. No doubt. So. Uh, if we can't listen to the same music in the car, then we're probably not fit. <laughs> it, I truly believe that. Yeah. I truly, truly believe that. Um, I find now like I, a lot of the songs that Sarah listens to, a lot of the artists that she listens to, uh, is on my playlist now. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, one of my favorite songs that she showed me is uh, Gold on the Ceiling. Never heard uh, of it. Oh, I'm going to feel really bad for... Jake, you look that up. Uh, Gold on the Ceiling. Um, I can't remember the band who sings it, but it's like, Gold on the Ceiling. Like, it's just... it's They're a good band, and it's a good... That's one of my, my yeah. pump-up songs, right? It's... Uh, the, the Bla black keys yeah god just i just it just hit me yeah the black keys have you heard of them no check them out okay really good music um what genre would you say uh, i can't play it i can but then we'll have to mute it yeah no it's no okay. it's okay don't uh, worry about is it. it like indie kind of i would say yeah, yeah? kind of okay. indie um okay. i like some indie music yeah yeah it's got a lot of guitar and like electric guitar and drums and you know yeah so it's awesome yeah, I, I I think you have to have a mutual, somewhat of a mutual love of music with your significant other. Oh, yes. Um, otherwise. It's, you know what, though, you know how they say like opposites attract? Yeah. I find that that's like a lusty thing, but it's just like only people who do have genuine interests that are similar usually stay together. And that's not factual, you know, like don't. You know, there's going to be people out there that are very different that are together. We're but. quoting you on this. This is relationship <laughs> advice 101. No, no, no. Don't take my advice. <laughs> um, you know, like Ryan and I, we, you know, it's funny. My sister and I went on a hike today. Today? And, yeah. Where? Um, Just behind, uh, we went up to the moon, the lookout. Oh, yeah, behind, yeah, yeah. Yeah, behind the band office. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we just hiked up there and... Um, I was taking her to the spot where Ryan and I first technically met. Whoa. Yeah. And it was so funny because I was telling her the story and I was like, you know what? Like he was a snowboarder guy and I used to snowboard and <laughs> we ended up like throwing this like picnic table on this big fire pile. And I being a show off had to go run and jump off the flaming picnic table. And I did like a 360 and I was wearing this, <laughs> this like headband earmuff thing. And he said, he's like, I noticed you right away and fell in love with you and was like very curious as to who you were. And then I, that's where it began. Oh, <laughs> damn. That's beautiful. I like that. That was me fresh out of high school. So we had known of each other for a while, but like it was just kind of like whatever. Yeah. You know, and then fate brought us together. I love that. And we literally like we bonded over listening to music. And you know what? It was it was so great because he thought I was going to be this like girly girl. But I shocked the shit out of him when I was like, no, I listen to this and this and I do this and I blah, blah, blah. He's like, wow, you are not what you seem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. But it does. Music brings people together. Yeah, it does. Um, sports brought Sarah and I together. Yes. Um, 
we played on the same 10 up baseball team, mm -hmm. uh, the golden arms. Uh, and, uh, I just got Jake Yeah, and super stoked to have, to have him. And, uh, there's a, uh, one of my teammates, her name was Sarah also. And, yeah. uh, uh, I said, Hey Sarah, let's, uh, do you want to take our dogs out for a hike one of these days? Like I, you know, just get them out and hang out with them, get them hang around other dogs and, uh, Sarah, my Sarah overheard me asking her about going on a hike. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah didn't like that. No? <laughs> Sarah, Sarah's like, fuck that. I'm going on a hike with you with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she had a dog, right? That's so, so funny. So she asked me out. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Change the game. Right? Yeah. You know what the crazy part is, is, uh, I, Jay knows this. I told him this, but like I put it out to the universe. I put it out to the creator. I said, I am so tired of being the one to pursue mm -hmm. a relationship. I want someone to pursue me for once. Yeah. I want someone to ask me out <laughs> and then boom, then Sarah just appeared. Right. I love that. So it was the universe always listening. It is. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's why you got to be careful. You know, that's why your words are powerful. Oh yes, absolutely. I I say that with my clients all the time, um, especially when we're talking about like doing full moon rituals and like manifestations and affirmations and stuff. I'm like, you have to be very specific on what you want, because you might be like one of my friends who did a full moon release ritual, wanted a new car, and got into a car accident that night, ah. and then had to write her car off. But she got a new car, so you had to be careful about how you say things. <laughs> like, <laughs> because how you just because you wish for it doesn't mean you're going to get it in the way you would yeah. expect to yeah. receive it right yeah i don't think she actually <clears throat> got into an accident that night but it happened within the time like a very like close time and Jeez. to me like i knew in my head i was like uh oh what happened damn <laughs> we joke about it now right but for sure for sure yeah yeah so we got totally sidetracked how are you cody I'm good now. Fill us in. I'm yeah. good now. So yeah, the the big reason why we were delayed with uh, with the next episode of uh, our podcast is uh, I caught COVID. Oh, dude! Uh, on the way back, or I don't know. I can't say for sure where I got it, but I definitely got it when I was in Ontario. Mm -hmm. And um, so you know, it was it was it was sketchy. It was a little bit like nerve wracking because Sarah and I got back. You know, Jay picked us up and I, I asked Jay, hey, can you come get us from the airport? And uh, he picked us up, took us home. And then like, you know, Sarah's mom, bless her heart. She gave us these rapid tests, right? Mm -hmm. She said, hey, just take these rapid tests when you get home for peace of mind. Yeah. Right. And we were both like, we we're both like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, we'll just take it and we'll be fine. It was yeah. all good. Sarah took hers. It was negative. Yeah. I took mine. It came back positive. Yeah. And we're like, whoa. And, you know, initially we're like, ah, you know, false negative. Cause I wasn't feeling sick. I didn't have anything wrong with me. Yeah. So I was like, I'm, yeah, whatever. But then the next day, boom, it just hit me like, like a ton of bricks. I was like, oh my God, I'm sick. Oh no. And then everything just made sense, right? It's like, yeah. okay, this is definitely positive. Like, there's no chance. Yeah. And, um, and then Sarah ended up getting it. Of course. Yeah. Right. Cause we live in a small, uh, basement suite and it, it, you can't separate no unless you have like a house with a, a upstairs and a downstairs you're not separating unless you're walking around in a hazmat suit right <laughs> yeah <laughs> or you're gonna live in the bedroom <laughs> like, yeah bubble boy yeah literally <laughs> so you know it was uh it sucked um but to be honest it wasn't like the first couple of days were rough like I, you know you get the achy body you're coughing you're sneezing you're just you just feel terrible how was your throat was your throat on fire no. Really? No, it was good. 
when I had it in January before the pandemic was announced, I seriously felt like a fire breathing dragon. Just like, I did. I felt like I had hot coals in my throat and my nose wouldn't stop being so stuffy. I couldn't breathe out of my nose. Yeah. And my eyes were runny, like watery. Oh, wow. I was vomiting. Oh, wow. Every day. And aches and pains. But I was also pregnant when I got it. So it hits pregnant women harder. Uh, That's what they say is that like, if you're low immunity, which I didn't know, but I think that's, it either triggered me to have preeclampsia or I had preeclampsia and that's how I got it. Jesus. Yeah. That, you know what? I Like there's been so many variants that have come out in the, in the two years that we've been dealing with this. I like, I, yeah. I can't even remember what the first, the first ever symptoms were of COVID. Right? It was when, okay. So do you remember like that January, February when a gross ruckus flu ran rampant through yeah. everybody yep that's when it first hit oh yeah and it was sure. all in the headlines too but yep. like people weren't seeing it it was all it was being announced and it was like you know when you go onto like google and like or like to chrome and all the news things are like down below it but mm. nobody really reads those sometimes I don't. and you just go yeah exactly it was in those <laughs> things so there was proof before or there was proof later on showing that indeed that there was this flu going around and right. people knew about it. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's been, it's been wild. Um, I'll just, uh, I definitely want to dive into this. Yeah. Topic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, thankfully, um, you know, we were really worried about Jay obviously, mm-hmm. you know, cause he's got his, his family. And so, you know, immediately message, I, even before I felt sick, I just like, Hey bro, I test positive. <laughs> like, just so you know, like, mm-hmm take that information and go get tested, whatever you got to do, keep yeah. an eye on yourself. And you guys were okay? Yeah. I turned it down. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I went and got tested. Uh, I kind of self-isolated. I just, I stayed downstairs and I wasn't um, letting the girls crawl all over me, but, uh, which really pissed them off. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> uh, so hard on littles. Yeah. Um, no, but then I got tested and, I got a completely, completely different story apparently. Like, cause people are getting now the five days, 10 days. Right. And the person that I talked to was still like, oh no, it's 14 days and on all this. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I had, I had no symptoms or anything, but I just in case, cause, uh, with work and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then Aliyah's work and then the girls with school and daycare. And, yeah. And so. that's just it, right? Like it's, it, no, that was, um, the, my concern was you and, and your wife and, and my goddaughters, <laughs> you know, like I was like, oh, my God. So, I like, thankfully, nothing came to you guys uh, from us there. And uh, thank you to Devin uh, for dropping <laughs> uh, Sarah and I off a care package, uh, you know, all the essentials for when you're sick. That really helped, by the way. I'm glad. I'm, I'm so glad. I was, like, running through all the aisles just like, what – when I was sick and when everybody I knew was sick with this, what did they need? And I was like, do, do, do. But I forgot everything you guys asked for. I forgot to bring you your apple juice. That's okay. I'm sorry. I think Sarah's just going to hold it against you forever, but. I'm going to show up with like a giant crate of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you your damn apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to pick the apples and squeeze it? I'll do it. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, it, you know, it, it was... Honestly, like I can't emphasize this enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I truly believe that because we are vaxxed, yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, 
it sucked. It wasn't pleasant. It yeah. wasn't, you know, like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, this is nothing. Like, it mm-hmm. definitely felt terrible. Yeah. But after a couple of days, progressively, I got better. Yeah. And then, you know, Sarah was obviously a little bit behind me. Yeah. Um, but she's good now. She's 100%. And, um, you know, it, it's... We could, de- yeah, we, you know what, let, we can just jump into it. Like, you know, the the thing that really upsets me about people's mindset on COVID right now is that it's no big deal. I hate that. That they, it's shrugged off. It's, oh, it's just a flu. Oh, it's just the flu. Yeah. it, it For some people. For some people. Mm-hmm. And the thing, and I want to ask you this, I want to know, because I know we have a lot of mutual friends and family, obviously. All um, with many different opinions. Yes. But here's my thought on our anti-vax folks out there. Mm-hmm. So they're always out there talking about the, how the vaccines are bad, we're sheeple, blah, 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 you name it, they say it. And we're all just a bunch of, you know, we're... We're just giving into the government and all this shit. And it's like, okay, have you ever seen any of your, of the people you are like, uh, uh, friends with on anyone you love or anyone Mm -hmm. who you're friends quote unquote with on Facebook, any of the anti-vaxxer folks, do you ever see them ever talk about getting COVID? Mm -hmm. You have. I actually have. I've had several friends that were hardcore anti-vaxxers. They got COVID. Two of them ended up in the hospital. Okay. Uh, really bad. And right after that, they were like, okay, everybody that thought this was fake, you can shut the fuck up now because I was just like you until it got me. I'm glad that you've seen that because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet in my, in my... It's kind of a... It sucks, but it's a nice feeling. It's, it's just... I don't understand the defiancy of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I get it that there's you, there's people who are just going to say no always, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime they're ever told to do anything, it's like, nope, I'll do it on my own terms yeah. or not at all. Yeah. But when it comes to, um, you know, when it comes to the, the vaccines and COVID, we have family who work in the healthcare system mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I, I talk to my family who work in the healthcare system, who are nurses all the time. And you know what they, our conversations are more often than not breakdowns, Mm -hmm. just mental breakdowns Mm -hmm. of overwhelming. They're overwhelmed with the amount of COVID patients that come into the hospitals. And anyone who thinks that it's a joke or thinks that it's not true, it's fucking true. It's a lot of work to take care of a COVID patient too. Yes. It takes a lot of manpower, multiple people on one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it requires a lot of monitoring and, you know, the, depending on how fast it, 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 it uh, grows or how fast it, you know, it, it hits that person, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking one day you're like laying in bed, you're doing all right to like being on a breathing machine, you know. That's de- what happened to my dad. Right. Yeah, my dad, we almost lost my dad in May. And that was the scariest time in my life. I was dead set against getting the vaccine. Um, And it was like, you know what, I even got into a fight with my mother-in-law about it um, and stuff. Like, it it wasn't like I was a hardcore anti-vaxxer. It was just like, I didn't have enough information to make my decision yet. Right. And that was where I stood. And I said, it's not that I'm never going to get it. It's that I'm just waiting. I want to see how... 
everyone else's body reacts to this. I want to see if there's any other underlying things. I just, I need to feel okay before I go forward with something. Right. With personal choices. And when my dad first told me he had COVID, it was all fine. And he was like, yeah, I've got this and I, I feel like this. I feel like that. I'm going to be okay. Everything's fine. Okay. Well, a couple days later, I get a phone call that he's getting, he's in the ambulance. They had to haul him out. Um, it wasn't looking good. They said he's probably not coming out of the hospital and we all braced for the worst possible thing. And it was, you know, my stepmom on the phone all the time with the doctors and the nurses. She was so stressed out. I was, I didn't cry until like I cried when I first got the news. I went and hid downstairs because I was at my grandmother's house and right. it was a whole family ordeal. Like people who do not take this seriously and just slough it off, maybe because you haven't experienced what I've experienced. Maybe you haven't experienced what Cody has experienced. Maybe you haven't seen it with your own eyes to let it sink in enough that this isn't a fucking joke. It's not okay. And just because it's not your family members getting sick doesn't mean you shouldn't work to protect other people. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that, Devin, because <laughs> we have come so far away from our social contract to each other. Mm -hmm. What happened to taking care of each other? What happened to caring about each other yeah. in that way? Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's... Having a genuine fucking moral compass yeah what happened to that i i don't know i I, <laughs> I don't know because it's everything you know listen i'm no government apologist at all and in my honest to god opinion i think that they have handled this not great mm -hmm. um i think that and I, but to be fair who was really prepared for this who the doomsday preppers. Uh, sure. The doomsday preppers, right? But that's it. But in terms of like governments, mm -hmm. no one was ready for this. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. So I just, it really bothered like, you know, being, being in, in uh, COVID lockdown, I had a lot of time to think. Mm -hmm. And so I, I realized that it made no, it makes no sense to me that why are we allowed to cram onto an airplane Yeah. with a uh, 150 or so people. I don't know how many people fit on those planes, but like the plane we were on, there's a lot of people. You're, you know, not even a foot away from anyone around you. Yeah. We all have masks on, sure. Yeah. But still. It's recycled air. It's recycled air. If you turn the little air blowy thing, it's literally like throwing dirty air at you. <laughs> I mean, I, I apparently uh, there's filters. Uh, from what I'm told, there is filtration. Oh, well, I wouldn't know. But, uh, you know, it, it's... My point is, how do we go from cramming into airplanes, cramming into luggage carousel areas, getting our luggage, and that's fine. Popeyes. You see how busy Popeyes is? I did. I drove past there yesterday. <laughs> but they can't go to a gym where things get sanitized every half hour and everyone wears their mask. Every half hour, man. That equipment's getting well, sanitized after every... Use. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. After Makes no sense. Each use. So, you know, and then it's like... And then they're talking about, you know, closing this down and, and restricting things again. And it's like, wh just be a little bit more consistent with your mandates. That's all, yeah. like, I really believe we could be further along from COVID on the other side yeah. if things were just a little bit more structured, just a little bit more clear, not this back and forth, you know, like it's... it's you can been, do this, now you can't. 
school's on, school's off. <laughs> like, it's so fucked up. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, going back to the, uh, what you had said about what happened to our, uh, you know, what happened to caring about one another. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that brings me to something that really pisses me off. The mask thing. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I don't care if we're friends or family or whatever our relationship is. Hear this. Wear your fucking masks. Jesus, please just wear them. It, mm-hmm. you, you're not setting any good examples by not wearing your masks in public settings. Like yeah. when you're entering a store and they say, please wear your mask. By you not wearing your mask, I get it. Uh, trust me, I get it. You want to say fuck you to the government. Fuck you to the powers to be. I won't, I won't obey. Fuck you. No, you're not saying that to them. You're saying that to us. You're saying that to everyone who's in the store around you. You're saying, fuck you to me and fuck you to everybody else around me because I don't care about you. Mm-hmm. I care about myself. Wear your fucking mask and be respectful of the other citizens of the world, but be a keyboard warrior or be a true fighter in other places but when it comes to the public if i'm taking my daughter who is an infant that cannot wear a mask into a grocery store i do not want to be standing next to you or close to you or in the same building as you if you are in there anti-masked still going to work doing this seeing all your friends fuck the government i don't care if you say fuck the government that's fine fine. i'm with you that's okay that's all right you go for it (laughs) i'm on your side about that but please do not compromise our safety because we have witnessed what COVID can do and all the variants. I'm just saying like there's a time and a place, but have some respect. That's it. It's respect. It's respect for your fellow people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what, if like it's what a couple minutes that you got to put on your face, yeah. like what's the average amount of time we spend in the store? When you go to the store, how long do you spend in the store, Jay? A lot less than my wife. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say. I mean, don't ask a dude. Ask a woman. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, as a dude, I gotta ask because, like, <laughs> in a store, I get such bad anxiety around lots of people now. I used to before, but it's even worse being with COVID and everything. So me, it's as little as possible. Right. You know, like I'm in and out. I know exactly what I want. Even when like Aaliyah will send me lists. Oh, we need this, this, and this, and this. I'll reorganize it so I know, okay, I walk through the entrance and I know where everything is and I'll organize the list so I can just be like, grab this, this, and this and walk all the way around and in and out. Jay's a secret survivalist. Oh, man, it's just too many people because nobody cares. Nobody cares if they walk too close to you, they're not wearing a mask, whatever. They don't care about you. They don't care about the people around them. Yep. I yelled at some ladies at the crystal shop, actually, before the holidays. I was in there picking crystals for everybody. Like, you guys got your presents today. Um, I was in there, and I walked in, and I went right to the space where there was nobody in the area. And I was like, this is exactly where I'm going to be. The second I crouched down to start picking things, I had chicks leaning, like, reaching over my shoulder, like, knocking me in the head with their hands and i just finally i used my big person voice and i even said it to the girls at the front like i'm sorry but have some fucking respect give me some room i had my baby on my back and my other child right beside me you guys could have like you couldn't back up and just give us five minutes there so we could get what we needed and get out of the way you had to be reaching over my shoulder getting your face your hands next to my face get the fuck out of here yeah oh yeah the personal space thing like i love it I like I I totally love it. There's been some, you know, there has been some obviously some positives um coming from COVID in one way shape or form, but like the personal space thing has been great. Yeah. I love 
having my own space because like Canada granted their population is not as dense so like yeah. obviously you're not as crammed in most places but yeah. like when I moved to China there was no such thing as personal space it was like jam-packed everywhere you went like ants in an anthill sure yeah so but then coming back to Canada and then like with COVID and now there's real distance I'm like this is great this is what personal space should feel like yeah like I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't ever want to go back to like, we get to just squish up against each other. No way. Give me my six feet. (laughs) (laughs) Give me my six feet. I like that. I like having my space that I just like, I don't know. Like how many, like, have you either, have you ever of you ever been sneezed on, on your neck? Yes. How Uh, fucking gross is that? Pre-COVID, I, I have pre-COVID. Watched, <laughs> I have watched people, COVID, like during COVID, before COVID, you know, all this stuff. And it drives me nuts. It doesn't matter if you're wearing gloves. If you are blowing your nose with the same tissue over and over again, wearing gloves and then putting your tissue back in your pocket and then going and touching and rearranging all the produce. This happened at Walmart. Eee. Yes. But I called, I, I told the person, I said, that's gross. and then i went to the front desk and i said just so you know your produce person did this and they they went and dealt with it right away right but it was just like wow like don't you realize like yeah maybe you're not getting your hands dirty but you're getting all of those tomatoes dirty with your snot yeah that's that's gross and then yeah like when you go to like the grocery store and then you're putting all your your stuff up on the conveyor belt and then somebody is like literally right on your ass like basically ready to pay and you're like what the hell man oh yeah but you know i've had that that's where i got sneezed on that's ah, why I, that's ugh. where i was going yeah. when you said <laughs> sorry that's where i was going because i was in the lineup and literally someone sneezed and it was so that's how i noticed they were so close to me yeah because i was like i felt the wind on that and then i turned back and i was like hi excuse me and then he was like oh and like backed up and i was like what the fuck man and same no mask yeah <laughs> and i was like Ah, like if I had the girls with me, I would have actually flipped out because, you know, uh, Starly doesn't wear a mask. She's not even two yet. No. And it's pretty hard to expect a kid to wear a mask. She would rip it off. Like kudos to the kids who are, and to the parents who like, and their kids are like willingly wearing them or Mm -hmm. the best they can. Like, look, I don't have kids. I I don't really have, I don't feel I have any place to comment on kids and COVID. You're an uncle. You do. Okay. But like, it's just. You know, the trick is making sure you have like fun masks they like mm-hmm. and they can interchange. Yeah. Ah, okay. At least for my girls. Like, yeah. That's, that's winter too. Like my six year old, she's really good at, she's very respectful. She's awesome. Even before, like pre COVID, um, this is all practices from my mother. When we would go grocery shopping, my mother would always have like a sanitary wipe. She would wipe down the whole entire buggy before any of us kids were allowed to touch it. Yeah. And then as soon as we were all done grocery shopping, everybody had to wipe their hands with Huggies wipes. And that's what we did. And then as soon as we got home, we wash our hands. So it's my same thing with winter. As soon as we get home or I pick you up from the bus stop, sanitizer on your hands, go to the, as soon as we get home, go wash your hands in the sink. And I get her to wash her face too. Wow, that's good. That's good practice. Maybe to it's be hardcore, in. but whatever. No, well, and that's the thing. Like um, before COVID, Aaliyah bought these like cart cover things, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Oh, that's so hardcore. Why would you do that?" And and it's just like now everyone's looking for them. Yeah, everyone needs them and wants everywhere. them. You know, and and Aaliyah was like that. Like even before COVID, she'd make mm-hmm. sure she'd wipe down the shopping carts when we put the girls in there. And right when we get home, that's the first thing they do is run and they go to the bathroom and wash their hands. Yeah. Don't don't judge 
listen, don't judge people on their practices on protecting themselves from COVID. No, this is before COVID. No, no, I know. But I'm just saying in general, like, Mm -hmm. fuck off. Seriously. Like, if someone wants to take those precautions, let them. Because you don't know what they could experience with covid yeah maybe they have autoimmune issues yeah or respiratory issues already yeah covid could be deathly to that person yeah. so don't mock them don't yeah. make them feel bad about what they do just let them do their thing like trust me i've seen some pretty wild people with some outlandish like have you seen the, the people that went in with like uh tan pads on their face that was like a funny thing circulating oh, no. facebook no no i didn't see that oh you should have Oh, man. If I find it, I'll send it to you. It's okay. pretty funny. <laughs> as soon as you were saying that, I was like, oh, yeah, them. <laughs> I, I, just, I just hate how divided we've become on this issue. Yeah. And that, you know, it's... Like listen, divide and conquer almost, in it, a sense. It is. And one side, you know, the vaxxer, the people who are vaxxed are making fun of the anti-vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers are making fun of the vaxxers. And it's like, everyone just needs to shut up. Like, just... The truth of the matter is it, it's 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 not a in my opinion I don't it's not some government conspiracy to get us all jabs or whatever people think it is it's mm-hmm. literally they want they need to hit a certain number of people vaccinated so that they can get back to treating normal patients in the hospitals yeah. normal <laughs> patients for surgery normal patients for the other terrible shit that's gone on in our lives that we all need help with. Mm -hmm. Like it makes me sick thinking that there are people who've been waiting already waiting for years for surgery and all that kind of stuff who need hip replacements and knee replacement or they have cancer (laughs) or just talking about that today because ryan just went to go uh, pick up a fridge from his grandfather's house where him and his wife both have like been waiting for certain surgeries and they keep getting canceled and it's like they're living in pain like like their knees and those kinds of things right elders elders like living in pain and and stuff like that And, and it's it is it's really sad to think that people are trying to pull rank or priority over people like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it like Canada, because we have the, um, uh, what is that called? I can't think of the name right now. We have a, uh, something healthcare system. What is it called? Universal healthcare system. Okay. Right. So it means everyone <laughs> and every Canadian uh, citizen has right to healthcare in this country. Yes. So, you know, we, because of that surgeries are already, lined up for years because there's just not enough doctors and and uh time to get everyone in in a timely fashion so now with covid being two years now those surgeries have been pushed back so far yeah plus all the new surgeries that have been scheduled that have been pushed back it's just yeah like i read an article the other day that said the only way that the canadian uh that people in canada could get caught up on surgeries is if they opened it up on weekends. Yeah. Which means more burnt out hospital workers. Right. So I mean, don't you want a fresh as a daisy doctor performing your surgery? Don't it's you pretty want, like you don't, you don't want an overtired doctor like screwing up a procedure. You yeah, like, you don't want a burnt out nurse. You don't want a, a burnt out healthcare workers taking care of you, looking after your mm-hmm. charts. Like yeah. it's it's so much bigger than one person and mm-hmm. we need to remember that it's yeah. it's about us as a collective like look this is going to sound crazy but like if you you know if you're really against 
vaccinations and you're really against COVID and it's all just a, a joke and whatever, sign a waiver. Yeah. Sign a waiver neglecting, saying that you neglect or you do not want care if you get COVID. Mm-hmm. If you're that sure about it, if you're yeah. so certain that you can beat it and it's nothing, waive your right to care. Sign a waiver. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding, but like. I have like, a, I have, so it's funny when you're like, it's not a conspiracy theory. And I'm like, oh, my conspiracy theory ass wants to like. Let's go. Let's put right our now. tinfoil hats on. Okay. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I literally, I sent you, I sent you those notes in our group chat. I sent you guys like what I wanted to deep dive into because, you know, as we both, we all love Joe Rogan in this room here. Many of our listeners love Joe Rogan. Absolutely. We love how diverse his conversations are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great way to help lots of people understand. Like it's okay to have a different perspective on things. He has many of his guests that he doesn't share the same opinion on, but he's willing to hear them out. I think that we need more of that in the world. Less like you're a fucking idiot, blah, 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 blah. And it's just more like, Okay, I understand what you're saying, but can you hear me out now? Um, you're messaging. In a sense, yes. It, it's it's all in the message. So, it's all in how you want your message heard. Yes. I am just pulling out my stupid um, broken phone instead of my new phone, my broken phone. Okay, um, so COVID's, uh, COVID conspiracies, like bio-warfare, government money laundering, I guess is what it would typically be labeled as um magician work and causing distractions and climate change these are things i would like to talk about right now well let's go on the first one chemical warfare yes so there's it's that's been a wild a wide widely spoken about conspiracy theory is mm-hmm. that this was all set as a plan yeah um and you know i while part of me, my conspiracy side of me says, I could see it. Like, I, yeah, sure. I could, yeah, I could, I could see that. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, um, I have a really hard time believing that like every single country in the world, every single world leader was like, yeah, you want to release a deadly virus? <laughs> I'm on board. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Canada, you in? Uh, come on, Canada. We need you. All right. I'm in. Okay. Iran, you guys in? Yeah. Russia, China. Mm-hmm. Cambodia. Oh, yeah. the other one, population control. Holy crap. How could we have missed that? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> my Sorry. Just like light bulb ding. Um, that's another one. So you, well, what do you think? What do you, what's your, like. <laughs> I'm just like, oh God, where do I start? Um, and here's the thing. It's just like, I have several theories about the theories. For sure. Um, I feel like maybe it was a big fuck you from China to the rest of us countries and just show how fucking dependent we are on them. As you had said earlier when we were kind of voice chatting and oh. I was like, that's actually bang on. What the fuck? What if that was a thing where it was just like, we're going to cut you guys off just because we want you to see how dependent on us you actually are. And that when everything shut down, like think of all the shortages and how people were going nuts, buying all the toilet paper and like all the things that they didn't actually <laughs> need, but they were like, Oh my God, the world is ending. We're crazy. Why toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> Like, Did you ever watch Supernatural? No. Does that explain it? No, it's just people that have watched it would find that funny. Oh, okay. Tell us about the episode. <clears throat> so they jump forward into the future, and I think it was like 
2019, 2018, somewhere, right? Oh, eerie. And it was like (laughs) apocalyptic, right? Like 95% of the people are dead. Yep. And the one guy's like, oh, you're from the past. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, hoard toilet paper like it's gold. Because it is. Uh. So random. And so, like, I wonder if that's how that started. Like, some conspiracy theorist was like, oh, my God, it's happening. Ah!" Some, like, super fan of Supernatural. And then, like, it just spread around the world. Can you imagine that? (laughs) Spread like the virus, man. Um, Uh, Well, was saying that, though. That spread like it was a pandemic. And oh, but that reminds me of the movie Contagion, though. Like that was a pure accident that ended up shutting the world down. And then you think of movies like that. And actually, that is what turned me into a germaphobe because I was like, that's literally like how fucking things could happen. Right. And you ask anyone in my family, they thought I was psychotic at how germaphobia I was. Right. You know, I'm, I'm all about healthy germs. Like I own a farm. My kids play in the fucking water trough for my horses. Heck yeah. And my kid sits in bunny poop. Like my kids are healthy <laughs> as hell. As far as it comes to healthy germs, you need healthy germs, but I don't want some strangers cooties after they sneeze and get their booger spray on me. <laughs> <laughs> booger spray. <laughs> I just, oh dude, oh man, what was that? uh, What was that show? Anyway, I was thinking of a cartoon. I had oh that uh, Mega Babies. Do you guys remember that stupid cartoon that came out years ago? No, it's disgusting. Don't even look it up, Jay. It's not even worth it. It was like it was like a cartoon that came out. These Mega Babies had superpowers. Oh yeah. One of them was like snot power. Yeah, snot power. He just like snotted uh, over anything and everything, and that was, it was super uh, sticky. Yeah, gross. Just disgusting. I hate when people are like when they snort the snot and then they like gurgle it in their mouth and then spit it. That's my that will make me vomit on set. No, do not do it, anybody. Do not. <laughs> no I will actually that. vomit no into this microphone. It, listen, you're <laughs> off the podcast if you do that. Okay. <laughs> I was fixing my head. <laughs> I thought that was a threat, Jay. No, no, like, I thought that was a threat. <laughs> Okay, so going going back to like conspiracy theories, let's talk about what we know as the quote unquote. What is the story? How did COVID start? What is the what is the what is the story that we know I that heard, society has been told? I heard it was from bat soup. <laughs> that's, what I was, that's what I heard. That was a story. That was definitely a narrative. That was one of them. What else was there? We've also been told that uh, it was uh, man-made and created in a lab. Also, yes. Yes. Uh, We've also heard that Dr. Fauci created it, too. That was the other uh, narrative we've been told. And Wuhan. Like, what was about the Wuhan? Was that a doctor or a place? uh, So Wuhan is a place in China. So that's where it was birthed. It was birthed in a lab. Okay. And so the story, like, the, the, the kind of what I understand, the main story that, like, is the more, I guess, like less conspiracy story is that it, it just leaked. They've been working, you know, this COVID isn't something that's new. This Mm -hmm. has been around for a long time. There's just different strains, different variants that have been, you know, worked on. And like they, to anyone who thinks that like they don't continuously work on diseases all the time in labs all over the world, you're nuts because they do. They're always trying to figure out how things work. That's how the vaccination was developed, was all these specialists jumped in and were like, we need to fucking save people. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it, it's the, from what I understand is like they were like they were working on the covid virus and then it just something happened. It it. it it leaked. It, a drop got out. Something along those lines. Like and, a nuclear spill. 
Right. And then the doctor was working on it, didn't notice, blah, 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 went around the rest of the facility, and then it just spread like wildfire. Wildfire. So is that true? Nobody knows. That's the thing. None of us know. Nobody fucking knows what the real story is. We'll never know. That soup one was pretty entertaining. <sighs> really scared that, me. That, that, that. Honestly, that actually pissed me off quite a bit. That narrative only because they're taking a stereotype of Chinese people. Very poor. Um, not just that, just a, like the simple, like it's obviously common knowledge of like what is consumed in China mm -hmm. in terms of like animals. Mm -hmm. So it, that one really bothered me when it became like this running joke that it was like bat soup because like there's no proof of that. Yeah. No one knows that for sure. Yeah. So it was like... It really bothers me when people take something that's cultural and then try to make it into something that's like not. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't agree that they eat dogs like that breaks my heart. Hey, it's you know, that's something that's been like slowly, I think, dying down. Good. Um, I hope like from what I understand it is uh, I saw friends who live in China who mm -hmm. like there's definitely been steps in place to like try and yeah. stop that. But I don't even know how that started. I don't even like, I don't know enough about that to like talk about it. To, yeah. I learned about the Yulin dog festival from watching Vanderpump rules. Cause Lisa, Va <laughs> Lisa Vanderpump advocates against it because yeah. she's a dog lover and she's like, this cruelty needs to end. And there were so many harsh videos being circulated about like them beating animals and stuff. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm putting, I'm not putting the whole entire Chinese population under an umbrella not at all no but no. there are definitely like when you see videos get circulated like that um it's easy to stereotype people absolutely and it's also it's also just like <laughs> that I don't know to me it was very triggering you know also dog mom here um for sure I was just like that's not okay no it's not so, okay yeah it, and it's it's something that uh like I don't condone it at all it's mm -hmm. disgusting um you know, it's just something that shouldn't be done. But the thing is, is that us in the outs, anyone who's outside of China, we have no say in what goes on in that country. Very true. None. It would just be like, you know, prime example, if we were to round up all the res dogs and eat them. <laughs> to me, it's weird. It's like, can you imagine that? No, actually, I can't. Yeah. So far out of my... I mean, I like... Have, I have a... <laughs> Oh God! So, so <laughs> this is this is that's our our culture, right? Like how we grew up. How like we're talking about res dogs? No, no, just dogs. In oh, North okay. America, like yeah, right. Okay, now um, I'm not sure what part of India, but in India, they worship the cow. Yeah. And we eat cows, like. True. So true. When you see when you spin so it like that, then I I'm just, just like, like it's, oh, it's perspective, right? Like it's yeah. how we grew up, how we were raised, compared to like how they were raised in China or how they were raised in India. Like some people don't eat pork, but they'll have pet pigs. Exactly. Right? Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say it's all about. Uh, it's simply we've domesticated dogs. Yeah. So that's why we're so like, ah, I can't believe you eat dogs. I'm telling you right now. That if we, you know, let's just say uh, magic wand, poof, there's no more cows in the world. Poof, yeah. there's no more pigs in the world. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you what the next animals are getting eaten are. Mm -hmm. Horses. I knew you were going to say that because <laughs> I was just going to, I was going to tell you. They do. They do get yeah. eaten. Yeah. Uh, one of, uh, well, she's not my friend now. 
<laughs> that makes me sound like such a bitch. She's not my friend now, but this girl that I used to be friends with, her dad went to like Kazakhstan or something and ended up trying horse meat over there and got wickedly sick. <laughs> like got wickedly, wickedly sick. But I was just shocked. Like, oh yeah, I forget places eat horses. And I know some, uh, like some Indian tribes used to eat horses and stuff too. Uh, not Indian, um, indigenous. Sorry guys. You know what? Um, I am really working on my proper, what is it called? Um, uh, terms, proper terms. There we go. I am so sorry if I say something offensive, if I catch on, I usually say something to myself or to you right away. Every now and then I'm going to let something slip and I will correct myself. And if I don't, Please inbox me. Don't be mean. Just like, be like, hey, do you realize you let that slip? And I feel like, oh my God, sorry. I will work on that. I'm so sorry. See, you, sorry to interrupt again. God damn it. No, I'm just kidding. OKIB. Yeah. OIB. Yeah. PIB. Yeah. The I is Indian. Yeah. It is. If we're still called Indians. For sure. Yeah. It's, listen, there's, like, I think that kind of, we, I think, like, obviously, if we want to change that narrative of how non-Indigenous people address Indigenous people, then obviously we should try and be the leaders in that by dictating our own terminologies. But nobody's perfect. But nobody's perfect. <laughs> and on top of that, it's like, it's, it's, it's. We're still called Indians, though, like our bands. Yes. We're still called Indians because of money. Yeah. So it costs too much money. To change the word from Indian to indigenous. It would. Okanagan indigenous band. Why not? <laughs> and like, keep the I. Like, reminds so the, me of so All these people that are like OKIB, PIB, OIB, right? Yeah. Yeah. Keep the I. So it's that that makes it easy. Yeah. <laughs> but. Totally. Uh, this Sorry. Just quick funny story. And then we got so sidetracked. Um, <laughs> uh indigenous tacos and indian tacos my sister was in a cooking class at one of the high schools and the teacher was like we're gonna make indigenous tacos and she just started laughing i guess because she was <laughs> like it just doesn't sound right when you say it that way it doesn't you know what we are allowed to like i appreciate I the effort but it does like to us we can say it it's fine like I, the fact that we're even having this conversation is kind of silly in my mind because like hello we without going down the colonial like Rabbit christopher hole. columbus blah yeah. blah blah like it's just we are that we've owned it most of us i think are good with it adopted it we use it we laugh with it we joke with it right like it's it depends on who calls us that Mm -hmm. uh, how they call us that. If it's derogatory yeah. or not. True. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. And you guys wanted me to have a mic. <laughs> no, I'm glad you have a mic. This is great. We just want to get you on the camera, Jared J. Okay, I'm listen. Did, when you when you said that about uh, when you were like, oh, sorry, uh, didn't mean that. Um, that reminded me of uh, we both watched, all of us in this room have watched Don't Look Up. Yes. Yes, yes, have yes. you seen it? Oh my god! It's the best. So, I loved it. I loved shout it. out I loved to it. Ron Perlman. I love him as an actor. Um, when he was on this, when he was on his rant, and he's like, and also, Indians, feathers and dots. Why don't you all just work together and just figure it out together? Like, why are you separate on so many issues? Like, just if you worked it, if you worked together, you could probably get a lot more done. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
love that part. There's so, so many parts. You know what's so funny? I kind of got offended. There was this girl that, like, when I posted that, she posted something, like, where she was like, it was so terrible. And I was like, you obviously have shitty taste, but I didn't say that to her, right? Because I'm nice. But at the same time, I was like, well, okay, that's your opinion. But honestly, anybody who doesn't like that movie, like, something's wrong with you. For sure. Such okay. a good movie. It's like old school 90s classic, like, like comedy. It's making fun of us. Yeah. Well, it, that's why it, it was so infuriating because it was, that's how the U.S. would happen. Like, that's oh, what yeah. would happen. <laughs> yeah. It's like how they made it so, like, with China and Russia and all them getting together. And, oh, no, they screwed up and blew themselves up. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's done. You know? like Yeah. That's such a American mentality. Like, oh, no, you're going to mess up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. We'll handle it. Well, exactly. Right? <laughs> we got this. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I love that. But also was super creeped out by, the, like, the rich uh, techie guy. He love. talked weird. His teeth were weird. He's just like so weird, and he talks like this. And I was just like, dude, 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 dude. <sighs> no. <laughs> Great movie, honestly. If you couldn't see the humor in that and the humor of where we are today and what we've just gone through, um, then that movie's talking about you. It is. <laughs> like, it is. If you were offended by that movie, jokes on you. Yeah, jokes on you. Yep. What's next on your list? Oh yeah. Okay. So we were talking about conspiracies, yep. conspiracy theories. Um, doodly do. Let me just see here. Do Okay. So we were talking about bio warfare. We got through that. Um, government money. So this was actually on Joe Rogan. Yeah. And I loved how they were talking about it. And it was so funny because you almost like zone out and gap out. And that's probably what happened when I almost like flipped my truck sideways t uh, tonight. <laughs> um, but like zoning out, listening to these things, and wanting to jump in a little bit, right? Oh, but yeah. That's why I was like, oh, my God, so excited to talk about this. So the government money thing, how the government was like running out of money and the money was in the in uh, with all these banks and stuff. Right. And the then they were talking about Bitcoin and Facebook having money. And like if all these big corporations had their own money. Yeah. So they basically the largest um, the largest banks in the world borrowed. Uh, I can't remember the number they said, but I think it's somewhere between three and four billion Mm -hmm. Sorry, trillion. Yeah. Sorry, trillion dollars. They borrowed between three and four trillion dollars from the governments mm -hmm. around the world. And so basically uh, what they were talking about on Joe Rogan was that the, uh, there's too much money in the hands of the banks and not enough money in the hands of society. Yeah. And so they needed some sort of an economic halt to ensure that they could get money back into the hands of the of society yeah they're like whoa this is too like we've like that's what uh um it's adam curry right yes the podfather so that's what he's saying he's like the issue you know has always been money that's always been our problem he's mm -hmm. like that is the fundamental issue with our world is just it's money yeah so they needed something to happen where everyone stopped and then they could say, hey, here's some money. Like, we're giving you money back. Here's your stimulus checks. Here's your CERB check. Here's yeah. your, you know, here's all this money to help pay for your rent and help pay for your business and, and, and help pay for employees' wages. Yeah. So is now, did they have any proof of that? No. There was no mm -hmm. discussion of proof of it. But is there anything saying that it wasn't true? Not really. Exactly. Two things can be true. <laughs> Jay, Jay mentioned that funny thing too about like the five day a week thing. Um, oh yeah. What was that? So it's <clears throat> the, the CDC, right? Yeah. So basically 
there's the five day rule. Like you're, you can stay home for five days from your symptoms. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know what it's called in the States, but like we get um, like EI. So to get like sick leave or whatever to cover you to still get paid for those sick days um, with the States, you have to be home for seven days. But your work only allows you to stay home for five. Hmm. So now you don't get paid for those five days. So couldn't you couldn't you just stay sick for like couldn't you just stay? Yeah, but then you get fired. Huh? Really? Yeah. So what? It's, it's if you don't come in on the sixth day when you're required to. When you're required oh, so the to. the business could if they were a douchey business they could fire you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so douchey. Wow. <laughs> and they're going to too, right? That's Whoa. the thing. Yeah. Well, I sound so weird. Listen, I know you guys can't hear me. It's just, this I'm not, mic is just a cheap, crappy mic. I need to get a better one. It's uh, fine. We're glad to have you on yeah, there, Yeah, no, Jane. man. It's, you know what? We, we've, we, we've admitted this in secrecy. I like the sound of my voice. So. <laughs> no, but it's, it's not that because like, I have the headphones on and I can hear you guys and I can hear myself. And because of the quality of this mic, it's... I sound so weird. And like when you guys listen back to it, you'll hear it. Oh, okay. Listen, I got to tell you a secret. What? Jay actually sent me a voice text. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> the, first, the first one I've ever received from him in our entire friendship of 30 some odd years. He sent me a voice message and it was hilarious. Jumping on the voice message train. I, You know what's so funny is... Um, my one girlfriend that I message, she's a total horsey girl, and I sent her all these like voice messages instead of just calling her. She's like, you know, if we have, if, if we, and Ryan always makes fun of me too if her and I are leaving like voice messages. It's just easier for me as I'm walking around the house doing chores yeah. and whatnot. If I'm on a call, I got to put the phone down, you know, pack laundry, and all that kind of stuff. So I like to do voice messages. Well, he makes fun of me because I send way too many. Yeah. And then she says that too. She's like, couldn't we just get this over with with a call? And I'm like, no, because then I have to like walk around with my phone. It's different. all the time. It's different. <laughs> different um so going yeah. back to like government uh like putting hands in the bed like does that now was covid set up because of that again they addressed it but didn't have like a clear answer but yeah could it have been one of those fortuitous opportunities where it's like holy shit we actually we didn't plan this but wow this yeah. works out great for us listeners we want to hear your feedback on all of this. Yeah, absolutely. Like we're not. Hey, listen, we're just a couple of, uh, couple of, um, I don't straight know, shooters. Straight shooters, but we don't know shit. So, <laughs> not we, about this. <laughs> we love to hear about a lot of things, like a lot of our topics. You know, like we're throwing out our own our own opinions yep. and our perspectives, but we are always open to hearing what other people have to say. Like we really appreciate DMs, um, touching on things that we talked about, things that maybe you think differently of or anything right so absolutely yeah we're super game to hear all that but do i think it was all money i think that there are little grains of truth to each of the conspiracies actually okay that's my personal opinion and oh, i definitely agree yeah 100 there's there's little grains of truth and it just so happened to be so fucking convenient that it all went together that they could cause a total ruckus somehow repair the earth and its atmosphere and all that kind of shit that that'll go on to the climate change one that we're going to talk about soon but oh, okay good i'm ready for that one yeah me too i've like you know i was blowing your shit up with that <laughs> um, <laughs> I, was, I couldn't wait no literally I like blowing ryan, your shit up. ryan was walking me wa he was watching me walk around the kitchen in circles i do this a lot when i'm talking to you actually so 
visual perspective. Like I <laughs> in my phone, sipping my tea, <laughs> back into my phone, talking to you or uh, yelling at you, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Um, I literally, every time I hear a new conspiracy, I work it over in my mind and I'm like, you know what? That's totally possible. That's totally possible. I can see that. Yeah. I can totally see that. That's why I have multiple, like there's multiple conspiracies that I've looked into, mm-hmm. but this one by far is the most interesting to, um, to study COVID conspiracies. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Let's say that's true. Let's say that let's just, let's just own that for a second here and mm-hmm. say, okay, this was for money. Mm-hmm. Who, who seeks to benefit the most then? The elite. How? Um, because shutting the world down doesn't fucking affect them in any way. Well, good. Yeah. Amazon? Keep going. Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. They blew the fuck up. Yeah. The go for it. I was just going to say large corporations, you know, like that, <clears throat> like that, that can do everything online, mm-hmm. you know, cause online like shopping just exploded when, with COVID and lockdowns and everything like that. And that's what, uh, what now with the like with Amazon and God, I've wasted they, so much not, money. They're not paying taxes and stuff like that, and they're getting, they're basically making it so everyone has to use them, and the government, all the kickbacks they're getting from the government and from the yep. U.S. and mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah, you you nailed it. It's uh, the richest people in the world quadrupled. I don't even know what the word after quadrupled is, but they fivefold. <laughs> Right, like they're, they're these the richest companies in the world, like Amazon, five folded their wealth. Yeah. In this pandemic, and let's think back to early on, who was told to shut down? Who had to shut down when the pandemic first hit? All the little people. All the fucking little people. Mm-hmm. Because why? What? How? Because we are so fucking dependent on them. How? How would we? As a small business, all of us are small business owners in this room. How would how would us not being able to operate, um, how would that hurt anyone? Mm-hmm. Or sorry, uh, I didn't. Uh, let me rephrase. <laughs> I fucked that up. By not allowing us to operate, that hurt only us. Yeah. In 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 so many ways. Mm-hmm. Look at how many businesses closed their doors. Mm-hmm. Look at how many restaurants closed and never opened again. Yeah, they so, want to keep people on a hamster wheel. I sympathize with those restaurant owners so much. Mm-hmm. They have been put through the fucking ringer. Mm-hmm. And it's it was really sad to see that they took such a brunt of the shutdown. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and all their employees and stuff too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. See, and that's the thing <clears throat> where I think like, it was a post I mentioned, I think both of you commented on, on Facebook there is um, like with businesses and being able to adapt like it was a post where I showed like the newscaster using his iPhone. Yeah. Film. yeah. 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 And it's just like, and it's like killing the videography business. And as we do this, one of the three cameras we use is an iPhone right now. True. You know, and Yay. it's just learning how to adapt because in the beginning of the lockdown, the amount of, it was my first like big year. Yeah. The man. amount of money I lost. I'm talking like more than I made this past year. Mm-hmm. I lost in, two months because of the lockdown yeah and it was adapting to like the current situation whereas like restaurants i think the ones that survived were the ones that did like takeout and delivery you know mm-hmm. and like 
No contact delivery. Shifted everything quickly. Online. Yeah. Yep. That was the biggest thing is if you can adapt and shift quickly, you're going to survive. Otherwise, yeah. like you said, how many closed and never opened again? That's right. It, it's, and it's like on one side, like, it, again, it comes back to what we were talking about earlier about like the consistency <laughs> with the government and their mandates. And it's like, you know, for an example, when we went to Ontario, when we, we went to the malls, obviously, like I was like, yes, that's where it happened. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't that busy. Actually, the malls weren't as busy as I mm-hmm. expected them to be. And honestly, every store had like uh, staff at the front yep. and lineups. And it was like, we're only allowed this many people in the store. Like they're really good about like capacity limits and stuff. Yeah. But uh, interestingly, the food court, every food court in the any mall we went to in Toronto was security patrolled. Mm-hmm. And there's only one entrance into the food court. And you had to show your vaccine passport to be able to sit and eat in the food court. Oh, okay. Something that we don't do here in BC. Mm-hmm. Right? And I thought that was interesting because like, I wasn't like, I, did, I just walk, I just went to go walk in and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I need to see your passport first. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, sure. Like, here it is. Yeah. I just thought that was like interesting. Um, but I just think that... <sighs> When it comes to something like the like COVID and the fact that like no one knew anything really like you know everything's just been kind of like learning as you go like everything's yeah. kind of been on the fly so to speak I I get to a certain degree that like it was like no one knew really what to do so it's like shut it all down Yeah like shut it down like oh fuck we don't know what to do shut it down but it was the opening and closing and opening and closing it was like that back and forth the wishy-washiness of that do you feel like they did that to alleviate some of the pressure that was um kind of being pent up like on if they kept things in total lockdown how much worse things could have gotten like for humanity and like for civilians do you think that they did a slow release on things just because they were like, we are on the verge of like purge anarchy? In Canada, no. Uh, we're not like that. We're, we're too docile, I think. America, absolutely. You almost saw yeah. it. You yeah, almost yeah, yeah. saw it when they tried to lock them down. Yeah, like, it was crazy. It was wild there. America does not tolerate being told what to do in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Canadians, we tolerate it to a much larger extent, Yeah, I think. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, but I'm saying it would take a lot more to push us to that than yeah. it would in America. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. Maybe there's a lot of things that go down that we just don't know about. We don't see it. Maybe they're very secretive. Maybe they're smarter than we give them the... Uh, Who are we talking about? Just anybody the against... Man. Yeah, the man. Oh, that, that guy. The ones that operate in the shadows. Sorry, there's like my conspiracy <clears throat> brain going on again too. But here's the I'm thing like, about mm. some of the con- conspiracy theories, like how people are saying the numbers are, f- are fudged. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I know people in Canada and in people in the States where they've had elderly family die of natural causes and their death certificate says COVID. Yeah. Oh, that's for money. No, hundred percent. Because in Canada it, it was like, um, the, this person, oh, well their spouse, spouse isn't going to get their, um, pension now. Yeah. Because it was COVID and because of all the, like their healthcare and their pension, however that was set up because they died of COVID, they, your spouse doesn't get your pension now. Oh, We're talking about Canada or the States? This was Canada. Seriously. But the States, I just know that. <clears throat> I know somebody that their, was their grandma or grandpa or something like that. Huh. 
And Always was, Jay with the fun facts. Well, because America is such a privatized healthcare system, uh, these hospitals the require yeah. COVID deaths to keep money flowing in from the government yeah. to keep them going. Because, I mean, it, it's like for, you know, if you can relate most of your deaths to COVID right now, you're going to get money for that. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it was like, like you said, just of a natural cause, well, then there's no kickback for that, right? It's crazy. But it's, if the family of that person so suffers, then. So, and that's the thing, like with the conspiracy theorists <clears throat> saying, like the anti-vaxxers, they're, they're grabbing those little truths and sticking to that. Mm-hmm. Whereas they don't Because see, they're, they're not wrong. No, exactly. Yeah. Right? And that's what they're basing their whole argument about not getting the vaccine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, if you... Honestly, like speaking very truthfully, um, I definitely went down some like dark thoughts, like rabbit holes when I was on lockdown mm-hmm. because I'm stuck by myself. Like, I mean, obviously Sarah's there, but like we're both kind of zoned out, sick, like just like not feeling good. So like you really like your brain can take you some places Mm -hmm. and it can be really like when you don't have any social interaction, if you're not like, if you're just this, if you're just on Facebook constantly, if you're just constantly on Reddit or YouTube or whatever, and you start, if you start looking at one thing, well, the algorithm is going to keep feeding you that similar content. Mm -hmm. So you're going to keep consuming it. And if you don't know better to pull away and be like, whoa, I'm just like, what the fuck? It sucks you in. It sucks you in. And I really believe that COVID because of the lockdowns and then people became afraid and people became like really isolated because of this. Mm -hmm. Well, your mind plays tricks on you. Yeah. And you're going to go to some dark places. I'm very, very fortunate to not have experienced that. You know, I was fresh out, fresh into lockdown with a newborn baby. I went into labor the day our lockdown was announced. It, oh, gross. What was that? Oh, that was the tea. I thought that was drool. I was like, dude, gross. Oh, yeah, just like, uh, no, that's the tea bag string. Spotify listeners, uh, Cody almost choked on his tea I bag. Did. <laughs> did I just get tea bagged? I just got tea bagged. Jay, edit that out. No, no, no. Keep it. <laughs> that was so good. I was literally like, Ugh. you probably saw my face. <laughs> What was that? Uh, Sorry. At, well, <laughs> the little tab came off when I pulled the... Anyway. No, it just looked like a big string of drool. Um, <laughs> but, okay, hold on. Totally lost my train of thought. Where were we? Um, uh, going about uh, dark places. Yeah, so I I live on a farm. I ha- Ryan didn't have to stop working. We were considered essential service. So mm. he got to continue working because he's isolated. He's in his truck. He doesn't have any contact and then anybody that he had to um uh exchange any paperwork or anything it was always done in a sanitary kind of way um I got to go out and be with my animals every day I got to go out for a walk even up and down my driveway I got to stay home in a house on the lake where I have the sunshine and the water sparkling so for me being in that environment, I think, was really what saved my mental health, especially being home with a newborn oh, and yeah. not having any of my family being allowed to come and see me, help me, be there for me. It was literally like that's what 
tugged at me was the fact like I've got all these other things to keep me distracted and happy and I've got a good content life but holy fuck did I miss having my sisters my brothers my aunties my mom my parents like uh, my in-laws everybody because I'm such a family-oriented person for sure that's what that's what killed me the most. It was like my friends and I, you know, like I hardly ever get to see anybody because I'm so busy anyway. So like I get to have a phone call or a Facebook video chat or whatever. And that's a great visit for us. But the fact that I could not have my family beside me, yep. that tore me apart. I I agree with you. I think that was hard on everybody. Yeah. Um, And, you know, sometimes, sometimes we have to remove all the the smoke and mirrors that we are constantly used to about deflection stories and mm-hmm. oh look squirrel and like you know uh like oh this happened oh so we can do this you know like sometimes sometimes the government's best interest is actually taking care of humanity people, yeah right so like in that context like when covid first hit like i don't think it was designed to like pull people apart and isolate everyone they needed to figure some shit out they needed to figure some shit out yeah you know like it's just how serious is this what are we looking at what is our next step what are we able to do what do we have to do for people to understand this we we were still doing our janitor work at that time Mm -hmm. and that was sketchy some days you know like we would get a phone call or an email and it's like oh by the way a couple people at this building tested positive and we're like what does that what does that mean like what does that mean for us like yeah are we still expected to go clean like you know they gave us like these hazmat suits and stuff and it just got it got really like freaky freaky yeah and uh so anyway it's, that's uh, crazy that's honestly that kind of freaks me out um like when you <laughs> like when you get that phone call and then you have to put on a hazmat suit like what goes through your mind like holy fuck am i in a video game like <laughs> It was like, are we quitting today? Yeah. Honestly, that was like the discussion. Or like, do we believe this? Are, are we walking away from this yeah. job today? Because this isn't in my contract. <laughs> this yeah. isn't in my... That sounds like your dad's words. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've had a conversation with him where he's like, well, that's not in my contract. Legally, I don't have to, and I'm not supposed to. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, Don, I love that. Yeah. You hit them with the facts. Um, I know where you get it from. Uh <laughs> factually um very true so we were talking about the money so now let's get on to the next guy here um did you oh seriously incorrect pin i do that all the time sorry i wanted to add about money yeah 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 there's always money in war oh yes oh gosh yes do you know how scared i was of because this you know not that coronavirus was a war like bio warfare yeah but i mean like how it's basically it's attacking everyone everywhere mm-hmm. and it created so many different jobs specifically mm-hmm. to fight that okay yeah i get you like if if we did have a war how the government would put all the money into well, that think of like world war Two, you know and mm-hmm. ha- like how much money went into that and like mm-hmm. and then creating jobs for like making art like ammo and yeah everything like that right True. <clears throat> whereas like yeah. now um i can't remember the name of the company and in the east there they were like we were running short of mass in the lockdown okay. so this company because they were going to get shut down they completely changed what they made and they made i think it was mass or it was oh no it was hand sanitizer yeah i was just gonna That's say i think it was, it was hand, yeah, sanitizer. hand sanitizer hand sanitizer because yep. we couldn't get it yeah in, in canada and then there's actually a distillery in oliver 
that um, they made um, hand sanitizer. You know yeah. what I mean? The amount of money that people are making. Yeah. And essentially, because it's like war, right? Like the whole, they're fighting to. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I get war, what right? you're saying. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other kettle of fish. <laughs> no, it, it definitely goes well with it. Um, but that speaking, I feel like this one kind of ties it all in together. So maybe we'll leave that one for the very last part. Um, magician work and causing distractions. Because I feel like that's something we can touch on every single one of those topics. Yeah. With. Um, but so let's get to this one. Um, when we were talking about government money and we were talking about how everything shut down in the world, that's when it clicked to me again where I was just like... But that's when you kind of notice it's maybe not so much climate change, but this is one of the conspiracy theories. Um, and it's something that I very much felt like if the government could do any fucking good for anybody, it would be shutting the world down, maybe to preserve the planet to see like what would happen if humanity was not so relevant and Earth kind of got to take over again and we saw that we saw that worldwide we saw what the astronauts were seeing we saw rare animals coming out we saw many prophecies coming to life many of our own prophecies many indigenous people's prophecies coming to life um and it's like the great reset like what would happen if humanity the disease was removed and the animals could take over again. And we saw clear water. We saw clear air. We saw less waste. Yep. We saw animals thriving. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, you saw the pollution uh, clear out in Los Angeles, California, China, mm -hmm. just stopped. Yeah. Right. Air became clear, clean again. Um, the idea, the idea that we can't do better is fucking bullshit. It is such bullshit, and that just all proved it. And it was amazing. It was good to see, like, in, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if someone knows more than I do uh, right now, but, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, like there's certain, uh, like, in Italy, mm -hmm. or France, sorry, it was France, where they always put the boats down the canals and stuff. Yeah. The fish returned to There were dolphins. Dol that's what it was, dolphins. There were dolphins in the canals. <laughs> right. And it, it's, it was so beautiful to see. It was just so nice to just see nature nature like what we're shut down for three like the world collectively was shut down for a month i think mm -hmm. like here like not all at the same time i think collectively i think it, everyone was shut down for at least two weeks at the same time yeah maybe something like that but either way the world was shut down for about a month yeah and just seeing that nature just needs a couple weeks mm -hmm. just to just a couple of weeks and you've seen differences in, mm -hmm. in climates, differences in nature, in water. And like you said, the animals and it, it's just like, I think honestly, I think that was, that was supposed to be a sign for us. That was supposed to be something for us as a humanity to look at and observe and say, this is our last shot. Yeah. I don't doubt for a minute that like, there is a definitely like we're on borrowed time. We've been on borrowed time for a long time, mm -hmm. but we're, I think we're really seeing it now. Yeah. I think it's been, look at what we fucking went through in British Columbia alone. Yeah. 
And we're still going through it. Yeah. It's supposed to flood again. I'm scared because the place, like the mountain behind my house is supposed to be like landslide danger zone. Yep. And I've been having some issues with stress about it. I'm not. Okay. So (laughs) I'm going to share some personal information with you guys. So I consider myself to be a can of babe. I, I use medical marijuana to help with, um, depression, anxiety, um, OCD, uh, anger issues, stuff like that. I, and it, and it is like micro dosing as, um, Adam, uh, Curry, Adam Curry was talking about how he like micro doses on it. You know, like for me, it's never, if I'm driving or anything with my children, it's nothing like that. It's always used safely, never over consumed as well. Like I'm not one of those girls taking bong hits every five minutes. (laughs) Um, it's not like that. Like I haven't even touched a bong in since I was young. And, um, anyway, back onto this. So, uh, I'm a, I'm a can mom and I, I approve natural remedies. And so because of the stress of climate change, trying to do better, belonging to a blue collar family that, you know, our means of income is the blue collar lifestyle. Is it in alignment with my own beliefs and whatnot? No, it's not. But right now that's how we're surviving. Are we trying to look to other things for the future possibly? Yeah, of course. Of course my family has talked about it. So I have actually been microdosing with mushrooms. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I take one pill once a week. It does not give you a high. It does not make you loopy. It does not make you crazy. It is not fucking drugs, you guys. This is something natural that comes from the earth. Shaga is a mushroom that comes from the earth that heals your body from cancer. Microdosing mushrooms that help with your psychosis, that help you to see things on the bright side always, even even if you should be sitting in the rain bawling your eyes out. Everything's peachy in my world right now. A hundred percent. I I know exactly what you're saying. I also microdose. I haven't done it for some time. Can we just like high five each other Hell real yeah. quick? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did that. Yeah, we Kay. did. <laughs> um, the way I had it described to me, and it's, it's pretty much what you just said. It's like it, it, you're not going to trip. You're not going to mm-hmm. see crazy things. But what does happen is it just your day is just a teeny bit brighter. It's for me replacing something chemical like anxiety medication, depression medication that I don't feel comfortable with. I don't judge anybody that does choose to use that, but this is the route that I've chosen. So please don't judge me. There's no judging here. And you know, the thing is too, is that they've proven. So fun fact, since we're on this topic, uh, fun fact, Canada has legalized uh, medical use for psychedelics. Right on. Uh, So magic mushrooms are now legal. Yeah. In Canada mm-hmm. uh, for medicinal use. Y'all hit up those cow farms. That's Just right. Kidding. <laughs> That's right. Yeehaw. <laughs> I, used to go, I used to go picking. Mu- okay. Back in the day, way before I had children, before Ryan and I were together, I used to pick mushrooms in Pem- uh, Pemberton. Cool. Do you know what's funny though, is mm. they all were wearing gloves and I forgot my gloves. Oh no. And Contact I was picking mushrooms and I was looking at the grass and it was like doing weird things. And I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> I didn't think that it would go through my pores and into my body, right? Yeah. And um, and then I look up at the sky and I guess it was a normal blue sky, but in my world it was like pink and orange. And I was like, this is the most fucking beautiful sky I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was just like, do happy little farm girl, picking mushrooms and stuff, getting them ready because you know my friends were like let's go do this 
And it was such a funny experience. And like anybody that knocks psychedelics, you know, I, I understand people that overuse and abuse stuff, but like for those who use it for purposes like us, I mean, I'm not seeing colorful skies and stuff. It's not nope. rose colored glasses. Nope. Um, metaphorically though. Yeah, it is. Like I feel great given the circumstances that the mountain behind my house might come down on, on me and my neighbors. Um, this has been helping me cope with mental health. It, it's been proven. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, it, psychedelic, uh, magic mushrooms have been proven to actually do a mental reset. Yeah. Uh, if you're dealing with depression, PTSD, yeah. um, I'm quitting drinking as well, which is the thing is like, I I'm trying not to touch alcohol anymore. So that's another thing that it's helping me with. Absolutely. It, it has a lot of good benefits and that's seriously, that's, that's why the Canadian government has legalized it because mm -hmm. they understand that it serves a purpose more than just what we see in movies. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it, it's, that's the craziest thing. Like, uh, we're going to get back on this, uh, on the environment and stuff here, but yeah, just yeah. like we, I hate how fucking long it's taken for the world to understand that like the way that drugs were demonized early on, the way weed was demonized mm -hmm. and mushrooms. It's not a drug. Right. Right. Like exactly. <laughs> like it, it's like the fact that we're here now, I'm grateful for, and I yeah. appreciate that we have come so far, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's like, hello, like, uh, hello. like fuck, <laughs> like, people were trying to tell the government this forever, Wacky right? tobacky, and ooh, like, the, the reefer madness, that kind of shit, like, the boomer stuff. This is your brain on drugs. Remember that chick with the short haircut, with the frying pan That is your eggs? mom on a tequila night. <laughs> On a Saturday. <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> Just saying. That's why I'm quitting alcohol, oh y'all. Uh, Alcohol's then, not... And not, then the, not the, do everybody we're back We're an hour in. and a half in, just so you guys know. Oh, wow. I think we, we, we may have to go a little longer today, if that's all right with you. That's sure. cool. Okay. You know what? Um, we, we've, been, we've been away from each other for so long. This is great. It is. Yes. Uh, do you also remember that commercial? Uh, the same, similar, like uh, it was a concerned parental advisory, right? Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, I can't remember what the name of it was, but they remember yeah. the one with the with the brain that was wired and they're cutting it like this is your brain on drugs and they start snipping the wires on the brain it's just was that more like a flying. like an 80s kid thing yeah oh yeah oh i would i was in i'm a 90s baby Sucks i didn't see you that. no the 90s is where it's at <laughs> no. no 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 no, no. <laughs> 80s 80s <laughs> hey i'm not knocking the 80s oh okay. i'm sorry 70s is where it's at but True. the 90s some of the best music Listen, I'm okay. Grunge well, music. Well, if you come from the grungy community, like what? Some no. of the best grungy music. That okay. Let's stay on the topic. We can get into okay, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll have that on an ep another episode. <laughs> let's not do the sidetrack McGee thing. Uh, let's okay. So going back to nature, healing itself. Yes. All the good things that came from that. Um, so you and I talked at great length about this last night, right? Yeah. It's something that we both got pretty fired up about. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's something that I learned from one of my professors and I shared it with you and it's from, uh, Dr. Jeanette Armstrong and she gave a speech and I'm just going to like put it in a tiny little nutshell. Obviously I'm not gonna, uh, I can't say the whole thing, but basically what she said, and this was years ago that she gave this speech and she said that the relationship that we have between us as people 
is so damaged. Mm-hmm. It is so broken on, on society and how we treat each other and our relationship with each other as people that that reflects the the health of the land. Our whole environment. Our whole environment is yeah. sick and is hurting because we are sick and hurting. We are treating each other badly. We mm-hmm. are not taking care of each other, loving each other yeah. like we're supposed to be. Yeah. So that reflects on our relationship with the land. Yeah. And so if we can get to a place where we can start loving each other again and accepting each other for who we are and what mm-hmm. we're about and just forgetting about who you vote for or what side of the political aisle you are on or if you're gay or straight. Understanding or, that you're of the human race yes. specifically. Yeah, yeah, right. And so I, I really, when, when I listened to her speech, it was just really, that really resonated with me mm-hmm. because we aren't nice to each other. It, the the real thing, and I'll, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, but it shouldn't give it shouldn't matter what the fuck our beliefs are. Mother Earth before everything. Mother Earth before everything, because if <laughs> fuck if we don't start doing, y'all some- quote me on that. If somebody puts that on a t-shirt and it's not like if I'm not getting residuals from that, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but peace and love. <laughs> <laughs> You're reminding me a little bit of Beth Dutton right now, okay? I love her. I do too. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but, you know, we... So, on that note, we talked a lot about our habits yeah. as, as, as people, as consumers. So, people are sitting here and we're, you know, people are saying, like, uh, that we've ruined this earth. Yeah. Like we, like as consumers, we've ruined this earth. Yeah. Hold that thought. While we do ho- shoulder some of that responsibility mm-hmm. of of what we've done to the earth, mm-hmm. you can't deny the fucking corporate conglomerates that have shoved their advertisements in our faces for fucking Ever. It's not your fault you were brainwashed, y'all. Just for anybody that can't speak business jargon like Cody can. <laughs> the point is you're getting brainwashed and you always have been. Our parents were their parents were. Everybody has been. Exactly. That That's exactly it. We yeah. have been so programmed to just consume, consume, consume mm-hmm. that we now they're putting the blame on us. Yeah. Saying like it's our fault. While partially it is. You know, the, the who taught us that exactly? That's that's just bad. It. When <laughs> when you look back in like the nineteen seventies, even the nineteen sixties, when yeah. when people were shopping for clothes, you bought clothes based on the season. Yes, that was it. Winter's coming. Okay, I need a winter coat. I need snow pants. Nothing non essential. Nothing over the top. Nothing over. Nothing un essential exactly yeah so we you know and now we shop year round like constant i'm hey listen you see my face cringe right listen i mean we're (laughs) i I know we're guilty of it i don't i don't shop because like uh, sarah does my shopping for me (laughs) i love to (laughs) support for clothes anyway i love to support local makers indigenous artists like i love to support everybody i'm not this is not just like because i'm an indigenous woman supporting indigenous companies i will support other other ethnic ethnic backgrounds if i like your shit oh yeah that's the thing i like fashion i'm a fashion snob that's my thing i love it i'm inspired but also 
I am so bad. My closet, you guys, like I, I do walk in there and hang my head with shame sometimes. Like, is this necessary? And then I turn the light off and I walk out and I'm like, yes, it fucking is Devin. <laughs> but also you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> well, so. I mean, there, but there's to that, to that note though, like you credit me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. you donate clothes you don't wear anymore. Oh, always to cousins, to anybody. Bingo. Yes. So that's what I'm getting at, right? It's like, it, while you might have a wardrobe full of clothes, and as do I, I purge my closet constantly. And I always mm-hmm. donate to the homeless shelter. I do. Like, I just, I go through things and I'm just like, okay, when was the last time I wore this? Like, yeah. I, I watched, do you remember uh, uh, that, like, uh, show that came out on Netflix? And it's like, this doesn't spark joy. Uh, that It's Marie Kondo. I love her. <laughs> that was amazing. I did that to my house. I purged a whole bunch of stuff from my house. Right. Yeah. So in one sense, it's like while we may overindulge in consumption of some things, I think that if you're giving back, if you're using, if you're taking those things and giving them to people in need or people who have something or without those things, then you're, you're doing a good thing. Yeah. Um, but like there's more we could do and not just shopping for clothes. I mean, there's cycling fashion. That's a huge thing for me right now. Sure. Instead of buying brand new everything, there's some things that I'll still buy brand new, but I like to buy old things and turn them into new things. You shop at Vive Boutique? Valvalu. Yeah. Valvalu. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, yeah. granted, their or- prices are over fucking rated. Okay. Here's a place. Here's how you beat that though. How do you beat it? Clothing swaps with your friends. You got, well, this is before, you know, pre-COVID. Um, uh, and it's funny because actually my friend Lapika, Lapika is the one that introduced me to this. And ever since then, it's been a thing in my life. I haven't done one in a long time, but I definitely want to do it again. Where you and your friends bring bags of clothes that you no longer wear. Yeah. Whoever shows up first and brings the most gets first pick. Right. And everybody who doesn't really bring much gets to pick last. And it's kind of like you go in order, but you basically pile all the clothes in the middle yep. and everybody gets to take turns going through absolutely everything, seeing if it fits, if they like it, they take it home. That is a great way. And then anything that's left over, you donate. I love that. Isn't that beautiful? You want to do one of those? Fuck yeah, I do. Let's do one. I don't see guys doing that. Guys are going to do it. We'll get them into it. Well, they might have we- like a brother, a cousin, a nephew that might fit the style or the clothing of I think uh, the pile. You know, but I mean like, when I first started losing weight, I got rid of two giant bags of clothing. Mm-hmm. And at the time when I was like, when I was that heavy, like I had shirts, like some, some of my dress shirts were two, $300. Yeah. Before kids, obviously. Right. Like, yeah. And I worked in the mall and I got a discount at. So bougie. You know, I got a disc. Well, I'd get like, I'd go and buy them when it was on sale. So it'd be like 50% off. Milano. Then, um, yeah. Milano. They yeah. always had one. And then there was like tip top tailor and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, and yeah. yeah. But then working in the mall, you also get a discount. So it got mm-hmm. 50% off and then another 15% off. Yeah. So I mean like going and spending whatever it was, but like, and then try to give those away to people I knew that they were the same size. Yeah. It was like nobody. Yeah. Like guys are just like, no, no, it's fine. I'll go buy mine. Like if I need that, I'll go buy it. Right. Why are you guys going to be so weird? I'm not weird. <laughs> You're <laughs> I, grateful. I, at the same time, like <laughs> Aaliyah. There was a guy that was um, selling clothes because when I dropped weight, um, there was a guy that was selling clothes in there because he'd lost weight. And it was like two bags or something. It was like $20. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, right? Like, I was just instantly like. I don't want to wear that dude's sweaty I don't know. clothes. Well, and some of them were too, right? Yeah. Like, some of them were had the, like the neck sweat stain, right? Like. You don't donate that kind of shit to people. I'm sorry. If you're one of those people that drops off that kind of yucky stuff to people, it's not that they won't be grateful for clothing. It's that they're going to be like, well, why would see, you give me this sweaty stain a, stuff? As a big guy, I knew it was clean. It all yeah. just been washed. I washed it too. But as a big guy, like the neck oh, with like the collared shirts. yeah, yeah. You, like it just it just stains yeah like i understand that and it's just like and it doesn't i don't it it's not necessarily like he was going out and like working out in this dress shirt yeah he probably wasn't it was just like i i know what you're saying i figured it out i pieced this puzzle together now i understand why guys don't do this shit because we typically wear our clothes to the brink of no fucking return like we will wear shirts until they're tattered and like falling apart. Same oh, so with you our look jeans. Like, like a lead singer of a Don't rock band or something. No, no, I'm not I'm not saying us. I, I'm just but saying yeah, like in like, general. I think men yeah. we like we'll wear clothes until they really can't be worn anymore. You know what's funny? I'm actually one of those people. I'm actually like a severe clothes hoarder, but like I do I donate <laughs> I donate a lot. Yep. And I save lots of clothes for like other people, like family members. Like if I think that they'll like it, but they don't, they won't fit it right now. I, I save stuff like that. So like literally my whole spare room is filled with like tons of totes of things that I've saved for people. That's cool. Uh, this spring I have made it an official goal to yeah. purge absolutely everything. I'm not holding on to everything. I have my stuff picked out that I want and everything else is going to go. Um, but I am somebody who has had the same clothes since I was in high school that I still fit now that I have actually made that <laughs> conscious decision and took really good care of these pieces of clothing. And it's so funny because every now and then when I pull those things back out and I'll wear them for like a month or something, somebody be like, where did you get that? I love it. And I'm like, seriously, this is from like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, like whatever. I need to tell you something right now. Mm -hmm. If I had any clothes from when I was still in high school, I would be single right now <laughs> yes i have to say he would be <laughs> thankfully my mom mostly dressed me so i always looked all right if i were to dress how i really wanted to dress back then i probably yeah nobody would want my clothes <laughs> fair enough the yellow jumpsuit that mitchell destroyed comes to mind oh god I the banana suit a picture of that one me of and your you husband. and ryan yes <laughs> that was so funny and i was just like in my mind too i thought like you guys look like you would be the ninja turtles oh yeah god it was you know it was really unfortunate is because uh my three really good friends at the time um, we all, um, worked at the Vernon Lodge together, yeah. scrubbing dishes Nice. and we got paid yeah. and there's like a one store in town that sold like really like hip hop, you know, style clothing. And we all went to go buy these suits. Yeah. Platinum shorty. I'll never forget it. Platinum shorty suits. And there was four left and I fucking drew the short straw because I just, did yeah. like and there was like a black one a blue one and like a, a kind of like a burgundy beigey one and then there's a yellow one and i ended up with the yellow one that's awesome and i still bought it i was like i'm gonna own this but you know what that made you though <laughs> that made you very memorable in that outfit oh god jay remembered it and for me even though i didn't know you back then it felt like i was like oh that brings me back to that era i remember <laughs> it because how mad he got there was like there's burn stains all over it because we exploded the fire in a backyard. Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. Go back. How did that explosion happen, Jay? 
Let's I, relive that okay. memory, please. I was not the one that did it. Allegedly. I just, no, no. I, was, <laughs> I might have been the one to instruct how uh, it should have been placed mm-hmm. because I was sitting right there. But so we were shaking up like a Pepsi can and a Coke can. And we're yeah. like, which one uh. will pop first? So I can't remember which one we threw in. And it just like the side popped and it fizzled out and like whatever. But we'd had the fire been going for quite some while, quite a while. And we had a few inches of like coals sitting there. Yeah. And we were using full logs. So we dug in to the coals, shook the can up, put it in, covered it with the coals, then covered it with the wood. Oh, gosh. And we forgot about it. Oh, my gosh. So it took you all by surprise. Because it took like 15 minutes to explode. <laughs> And then it like exploded, and we're on the resin, Vernon, in the yeah. middle of summer. Yep. Yeah, completely. Everything's dry, dry as fuck. <laughs> and I was sitting, probably, I was sitting close because it must have been a cold night or something. Because I was like right there. Yep. And I had a hoodie on, and a piece exploded, and I got burned on the back of my neck because <laughs> it was in your hoodie. Well, no, like. It wasn't in my hoodie. It went like down below and yeah. it was like just underneath. So it went around, must have ricocheted off my hood and then yeah. like into my neck. Oh, uh, that's but painful. My fa- like I was like <laughs> face into the fire and my face didn't get burnt. And Mitchell was beside me wearing <laughs> Cody's yellow jumpsuit. Yeah. And like the whole thing had like scorch marks all over it. Oh. And I remember Donnie coming out and being like, Oh, we yeah. We were terrified. I think the only three people jumped up was. Jamie, Mitch, and me. And we were like grabbing the hoses and we were, because this thing, like his, I don't, like, have you seen his backyard? His parents' backyard? Yeah, uh, kind of. The yeah. whole thing was covered in like ambers all over. <laughs> and this is dry res. Right? Yeah, like, it takes uh, off like so we're drier like, than a popcorn fart. We're stomping around. Someone's grabbing the hose. Someone's turning it on. And Tony comes out just like, yeah, that's like Freaks. the dad voice, you know, like and everyone else just kind of just froze and we're like running around trying to clean it. We're like, help us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't just stand there. Oh, do something. The good old <laughs> days. Uh, no. And that's when parents just laugh at us and they're like, you'll figure it out. You got yourself like, into this mess. <laughs> you talk to him now and he laughs and he goes, you guys were so stupid. Like, why? You exploded the fire. Like, you're so dumb. <laughs> But in that moment, it's like panic. It's yeah, like, like, what the fuck was that? Like, something just exploded in my backyard. <laughs> like, you guys were all probably stoned and forgot about, like, what the hell you put oh. in there. <clears throat> oh, probably. Oh, yeah, I don't even really remember that You night. weren't even there. That's that's why I don't remember. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I was remember because like, you came the next morning and Mitch was still wearing it. And oh, you were so yeah. mad. You were just livid. I was just, I was surprised. I was <laughs> like, I've never funny. seen you that night before. Oh, man. Well, you did tell you did say in the past you were a hothead. Sure was. Well, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. So, um, should we wrap this up? Yeah, let's do that. Um, I think the last one thing was do do do. Why do I keep doing that? I keep getting incorrect pin. Okay, the magician work and causing distractions. Did you notice how many five G? Towers were just like inserted all over the place once lockdown was implemented. No, you didn't. No, you were not paying attention at that point. No. Okay. There were literally, it was like, while lockdown happened, this, if you think about before the pandemic, do you remember the dude coming out on, 
uh, it was being circulated on Facebook, but he, I think it was on YouTube or something, this guy that worked for the companies that build the 5G towers. He jumped on as an urgent message. This is pre-COVID. Yeah, I remember And that he guy. said, these 5G towers are going to be causing sicknesses. They are going to be causing cancer. They are going to be emitting, uh, what is it? Um, it's 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 uh, radiation. Um, they're going to be radi- or It's going to be emitting so much radiation that it's going to literally fuck up everybody's insides, especially children. And he went off, and then all of a sudden the video just like disappeared, and people were like, "What in the actual fuck?" And then all of a sudden, five G was like boom, 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 everywhere. Especially when the pandemic hit. Um, internet was slowing down because of how many people were online because they had nothing better to do. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they shipped in on these big trucks. And I actually ha- saw a video of my friend that was like parked downtown. He's like, I shouldn't be here right now. I'm probably going to get told to get let the fuck out of here. Um, my friend Nick, actually, um, I'm going to send this to him so he can like jog my memory on exactly what happened. But like <coughs> he watched these 5G towers come in. And this was after everybody was like giving curfews to be out and like blah, 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 that kind of stuff. We never had the curfew here, though. Not the curfew, but, like, been told, like, don't go out unless you absolutely have to. I'll tell you right now, driving at that time was fucking amazing. Yeah. Traffic was great. Yeah. But, you know what, that guy, I'm sorry, but, like, his, I remember getting, he, uh, maybe not him, but someone who was a part of his group handed me a card at at a market I was at. This was a Christmas market Mm -hmm. at the rec center, and they were handing out cards warning people about 5G. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's, uh, I, to be honest, I never really gave a shit enough to like look into it, to care enough about it. Like I, I, I know nothing about this topic, Yeah, nothing at all. So you're like, you are my information source at this point. Well, fuck. <laughs> I mean, like, this is I, not a usual thing for us. Uh, no, you always I know. have something to say. I mean, okay, here's what I do know. The little bit of information that I did read said that the reason that they were doing the 5G was simply to have better infrastructure for uh, cell services as well as hospitals yeah. and medical services because yeah. the 4G just wasn't cutting it. It wasn't yeah. because the big concrete buildings, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, and reception was just not good. So this was going to like amplify yeah. and make it better. I, I don't this know. Brings just- me back. This brings me back to um, uh, Don't Look Up. That movie, you know how they're about like, they're all ready, they're gearing up, like everything's planned for them to fucking blast this asteroid or this fucking, is it a comet? Comet, yeah, This yeah. comet off of its course so that they can save humanity. But the rich dude's like, oh, are you guys stupid? Do you know how much money that oh, I can yeah. make from that thing? Do you yeah. know how this will help the world? Yeah, trillions of dollars worth of uh, minerals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think of shit like that, like where people's priorities are over humanity when you're looking at how deep these fucking mines are going and like people are not like, you know what? They're like, oh my God, earthquakes are so frequent here now. They never used to be. It's just like, well, you're destabilizing Earth's crust, you fucking idiots. (laughs) And also like people who work, and this is the shitty thing too. It's like, I love my blue collar friends. I love everybody. I love the blue collar nation, but like, holy shit. Like, if you can't at least admit, like, what you're doing, yes, is great money and it's, like, whatever to the economy, but do you understand what you are actually doing? You're sucking the earth dry. Have you ever heard of the Dust Bowl? 
Have you heard of the Dust Bowl? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Live and learn, people. I think um, I heard a lot of... Was it you and I talking about this? Or who was I talking to? No, I don't think it was you and I. But I know we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of information I received uh, after... Or, yeah, after the fires were kind of sorted out in our area, mm-hmm. the amount of money that was thrown, just thrown around by the government for the wildfires, for the cleanup, mm-hmm. and for the prevention to make um, the fire fire guards and stuff like that. Yeah. Government okayed clear-cutting of hundreds of thousands of acres of forest that... Oh, yeah, they're going to make a shit ton from that. F- yes, and the fire was not anywhere near these log these areas that got logged yeah nowhere near it yeah they're like oh well make a fire guard and just mow down all these trees and, and then magically another pipeline appeared i don't know about all that but that is that another, true that is was that another like, thing i heard where people oh. were like oh justin trudeau couldn't do this and this and this for indigenous people but you had time to build a fucking pipeline or fix a pipeline behind everyone's back oh uh yeah i'd Maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to look into that one. Um, but it, it's it's just you know we have to like while we own some responsibility of the of what where we are at. Mm-hmm. These giant businesses need to do something mm-hmm. also, right? Like there's you know. We we're talking about like you know, sorry, going back to like the five five G thing. So what yeah. like, what do you think like, what do you think was the, why was that necessary? Do you like according you know according to that guy and he was very concerned about everyone's health and safety, but like where did he get you know like that's what I think about like where did he get that from? Where did he get his information from? That's the thing. Who knows? Like that video <laughs> was removed before any follow up of any kind could have been made, or like to even figure out who this person was, where to track them down. For all we know, they could be dead. You know, you know how uh, people love to pop off conspiracy theorists or people spreading a, spreading the word, trying to keep the world safe. Um, you know. You think about stuff and like journalists and stuff like that too. Like you think of how many people's lives are in danger for sharing the truth of something. Oh yeah. And you know, we see that on Joe Rogan all the time where he's bringing people in and he's just like, Hey, like remember that time the government was chasing you and they told you your life was in danger. If you shared any secrets about blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Tell me about it. You know, it's like you see, you, you hear and see stuff like that all the time. Of course there's going to be conspiracy theorists about things like we're talking about right now. Just being like, well, haven't you heard of, when this happened to so-and-so and the government was after them, like, you can't fucking trust those fuckers. Like, you know, I see stuff like that and it just, it, it spins my head around in all sorts of things. Like I remember being pregnant with winter watching zeitgeist and oh Vinny and Ryan came in from like hunting or doing whatever. And I had just filled their brains with everything zeitgeist I had just learned. And then they were like, what? And I was like, y'all don't know shit about shit. And blah, 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 blah. and I let hormones <laughs> take over. And I was just like chewing them out. Um, but, you know, we have these sources of information like zeitgeist and one strange rock. Yeah. And, you know, like that Zac Efron documentary and um, many other documentaries. You have people like Russell Brand out there, like spreading, not spreading gossip, but like, enlightening people on certain perspectives of things as well. I 
listen, I love documentaries. Me I too. absolutely, I am a documentary um, kind of guy. Kind of a guy. And the thing I've learned is that no matter what, no matter who you're listening to, mm-hmm. there's always a message that is, there's a certain message that they're trying to put forward to you. There's always a, um, what is that called when you have uh, like not, not an objective, but a mission statement? No, 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 no. What's that word when you're like, you have a key point? No, you're like, you're trying to, uh, I can't think of the word. Anyway, I'll just keep talking. Maybe it'll pop into my brain, but like, it's just every, every documentary has like, uh, they're, they're really trying to say something very particular. Yeah. Right. So there's always like a narrative like that with every documentary. So like I watch Zeitgeist. Yeah. Um, and you know, you the thing is I'll say is like you just have to take some of the you have to take those things with a grain of salt. Yeah. You can't dive in head first and believe everything that you hear because if you do, you're gonna go nuts. You're gonna absolutely lose your mind. Like you have to You're out of the matrix. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Like it's I remember watching the zeitgeist and I remember when they were saying that they were going to uh, put a tax on cows mm-hmm. farting. I remember that. That's really stuck out for me because mm. they're like, cause cow, cause they blame cows for a lot greenhouse of the gases. Uh, greenhouse gases yeah. and cause they fart so much yeah. and because we consume beef on such a high level yeah. that like, it's like, well, they're going to start taxing cows for the farmers essentially. Yeah. But speaking of which I know we said we're going to wrap this up, but let's uh, go back to, um, uh, what they were talking about, uh, Adam Curry and Joe Rogan. Yeah. When they said that, like, there's actually a, a plan, a world plan, so to speak, that they're going to, they're like, they're basically not going to be producing cattle anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to be. Go to bison. Yeah. And then they're going to take all the bison away. Uh, did they say that? Yes, they did. Okay. I didn't catch that part. Yeah. I just caught the part where they're going to be focusing more on soy products and less like basically fake meat they're yeah. basically going that route yeah because it's just too much they're to, preparing to ship everyone to space <laughs> god we are gonna end up like the wally movie aren't we yeah like our bones aren't even touching each other <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well like, that's <clears throat> funny that you like mentioned movies and stuff too because like that was another thing that i wanted to bring up like all of this shit like for people like me who watch movies get the subliminal messages really go inside myself, think about things, think about like how relatable each of those events are to current circumstances, what potential circumstances are. Movies that are like divide and conquer movies, Avatar, Hunger Games, Divergent, Maze Maze Runner, and like so many others about this could be how the government will turn the world into. They will put us into factions. They'll put us into, um, what is it on Hunger Games? Yeah, stuff like that, right? But like, honestly, if the world we're kind of to like get their shit together um for certain climates and everything as well like we could all help each other out without um and here here's the other thing too is like the government wouldn't get shit if everyone went back to buy like the instead of buying and selling like to the trading and stuff like that right like back in the old days right well you think of stuff like that and it's like why is that not doable it's like well fuck you got to pay for this got to pay for that got to pay for this got to pay for that well why aren't we making changes right now to help this planet like they also talked about um i think it was in the joe rogan podcast but like also like many other documentaries where they're taking garbage and like as you said you said that in the voice chat as well um i've learned this as well like in places like i think it's in norway 
and stuff like Sweden, Sweden. where they are using garbage and creating energy. Why the fuck hasn't anybody jumped on board with that yet over here? Like, what is our problem? Are we that behind? Are we fucking cavemen? No. You know what? You know what's really interesting is after we talked about that, I wanted to like do my due diligence and look up the countries that do do that. Yeah. And there's an article published this year, like just uh, just yeah. this year, and it was talking about how <laughs> these countries in Europe are actually going to try and get away from burning garbage for energy sources now because what? yeah. Because they feel that it's uh, not, um, they're not going to be able to keep up with their climate goals. Yeah. Um, because it's like, even though they're not burning, like. It's like a temporary solution, but not a long-term solution. Yeah. Yeah. But even still, like, look at all the garbage you're getting rid of in that moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, it, you're, you're essentially, instead of burning coal, uh, you're burning garbage and yeah. turning the that into energy. So, like, is burning garbage better than burning uh, they're not just like taking a match and, and lighting a bonfire. Like it's mm-hmm. a bit, there's machines involved that turn mm-hmm. the, the burn off into steam and yeah. turns into energy. It's but, like a juicer. Right. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, there's, we have a lot of work to do. And honestly, it, it, the thing is like, while I say that, like I said earlier, that the, these com- companies have a, a, a larger responsibility to do better for the earth than we do. But at the same time, we as the consumers could shut that shit down immediately yeah coca-cola yeah refuses to use recycled plastic yeah because they have done studies that mm-hmm. says that the consumer wouldn't like the little gray color that the bottles would have aesthetic if, reason aesthetically pleasing reasons yeah that is why they don't use recycled plastic bullshit so now the incentivization for us is to turn in the bottles yeah and we get money yeah and a lot of people do do that, yep. which is great. But let's talk about all the other shit that we don't recycle that isn't recyclable. Mm-hmm. Wishful recycling is yeah. is what we were talking about. I have more no- notes too. <laughs> Not notes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. So this is the thing. I have to go on a rant here. So rant after away. I was like the Divide and Conquer <clears throat> example movies, Avatar, Hunger Games, Divergent, Maze Runner, and many others. <clears throat> We can't change the world for the better if we can't all treat each other better, as you had stated. Caring for the planet, caring for the animals, learning to homestead, learning to not be reliant on other countries, but still manage to keep the peace with them. Like, why isn't that doable? Um, Also, replacing fossil fuels. There are already ways for us to repurpose garbage and um, turn into energy. Why are we not doing this? Recycling always uh, doesn't always end up in the recycling. Uh, Sometimes it's the best thing to do is actually burn it. And that's what I do at my house because I don't know how many times I've gone to the landfill where I'm like, wonder how many years that has been sitting there <laughs> you know oh, yeah. and i'm just like no not happening um so why aren't why are we not like repurposing our bottles and like other things that could be melted down and put into other forms like sanitized and all that kind of stuff why are we not repurposing these kind of recyclable plastics um to like help with medical supplies stuff that we get imported from other countries um and like, why haven't we made that happen? So like the proof is there, solutions are there, what's the holdup? And then, yeah, again, it was like buying and selling replaced with 
equal living and trading goods where everybody is equals. Nobody is better than anybody. We all take care of each other. We live symbiotically with the land as I was uh, talking about with Natalie in one of our other episodes Mm. um, of conscious choices. You know, like there's so many people who are homesteaders who they will admit like this isn't an easy job. Like it's work. It's everyday work. And that's why we can't have a regular job. This is our job. This is how we survive. That's how it used to be for many, 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 many years until all this other shit was created. But in a sense, it kind of worked better because it was like a community helping each other. And that's how our indigenous communities operated. We all helped each other. Well, Mm. not, I mean, there were always wars between tribe and tribe, but as a community, we helped each other. Somebody was cold, you bring them blankets, this and that. You share the food, you hunt together, you fish together, you harvest together, you make clothes together, you make baskets together. Absolutely. We've, but we've we've lost our way. Yeah. Um, and you know when when I'd much rather see people have gardens in their yards than fucking grass. The I amount fucking of, hate so many of my neighbors for that reason. The amount of water we waste to keep these manicured lawns mm-hmm. is it's ridiculous. Like, Poisoning the soil beneath our feet. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, there's. Uh, um, Oh, I can't remember the name of the documentary I watched. Is a Kiss the Ground? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. That was so good. It's one like, of my favorites. That farmer who was talking about how he grows like several different crops year round. Yeah. And he's made more money by doing the several different crops than by focusing squarely on like just corn. Yeah. Or just wheat. Yeah. And, and fucking up all the ground and wondering why he can't turn profit some years and why the rain won't help anything. Right. And yeah. Because if you, if you just grow, like he's like a lot of the pasture, we just let the natural grass grow and yeah. the carbon capture yeah. works excellent when the soil's healthy. If yeah. you have healthy soil, they will capture the carbon, pull it right from the air. Yeah. And it can store a lot. Yeah. But then he, remember we showed his neighbor, yeah, he's like, this is my neighbor's land, and it was just like a dust bowl. It yeah. was like it was just worthless because yeah. for every time you grow something, you grow it, you crop it, and year after year after year, well, more salt builds up in the soil, yeah. and then you need even more water. Your canopy is fucked. Yeah. Yes. And, and you, you have need... no shade. You have no way of of uh, keeping that water in. Yeah, because you need so much more because of the salt content. An example. And this is just a personal theory. All of the oil fracking in Alberta. Um, one of the biggest fires that happened there that cleared out a whole city. You know, our friends, Vinny, Vinny was affected by that. Their yep. house, they lost their house and everything. And, yeah. you know, um, I think of stuff like that where, you know, like I say, like I'm proud to be a blue collar girl. I think, I think the life, and like the way people are, how hard workers they are, it's amazing. But I feel like the goal, what it's all about, I just, I can't stand beside it. And I see stuff like that and I'm like, you guys are literally sucking the earth dry. She has no moisture left in her over there. Well, I mean. And that's not my own scientific fact. It's just an assumption. That's why, I mean, that's why we're seeing the extreme weather. Yeah. Mother Nature's pissed. Oh, yeah. Mother Earth is pissed. She's and, let us know many times. And honestly, this world's going to be here long after us. Mm-hmm. And it, but it won't look the same. It will look how it needs to look once it gets rid of the thing that's hurting it the most, mm-hmm. which is us. Yeah. 
So either we adapt and we learn to change or we won't have a, we won't even be here to call this place home because we will get rid of the, the world will get rid of us. Yeah. Yeah. She'll answer us with a very strong hand. Yeah. I think that's a really good note to leave on. Absolutely. I feel inspired as fuck. Let's go. <laughs> Jay, One, what do you think? Yeah, that sounds good. One thing I wanted to add though is the movie Don't Look Up. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch the end credits? Yeah. Yes. When she got eaten. That was awesome. Well, and other parts. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the sun? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah when he, uh, when he comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, that. I like that when they said, you're going to get eaten by a blah, blah, blah. And yeah. she's like, know what that is. She's like, what is that? She's like, we don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> Our pet. technology is so high don't, advanced. Don't pet them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in, sitting with us. Um, what should we name this episode? Put on your tinfoil hat. Don't look up. <laughs> we could. Don't look up. Don't look down. Or how about it's take a look around. There it is. Take a look around. Take a look around, y'all. Become aware. Become conscious. Much love, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye. Peace.